And now, a dramatic reading of a five-star review. <laughs> we asked for these, and I want to be really clear before I do this. Uh-huh. This is a five-star review of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club on iTunes. Mm-hmm. No, not iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. They don't call it iTunes anymore, which I think is personally silly. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you have any feelings? Do you have any feelings about that? Do you have feelings about the iTunes app? No? No, I don't, I, I, I don't care. <clears throat> when I said that I would read whatever you wrote in these, I meant it. Mm-hmm. Girl stops making out and asks boy to get Pop-Tarts. He does. Den girl takes deep breath. Den girl says, BF, I am pregnant. Will you stay my BF? And he says, no. Girl is hurt broken. Broken heart emoji. Girl cried and runs away from boy without eating Pop-Tart. And she has low blood sugar. So she foils. Boy runs over to her. She dead. Boy cry. I said I no be your BF, cause I wanna be your husband. He screams and throws Pop-Tart at Woyl. A beautiful diamond ring was in Sid. Lick this if you cry, ever Tim. That review is courtesy of Some Thin Diff. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for writing that on the uh, Apple Podcasts review page and giving us five stars. Hell yeah. You too can make me say something ridiculous on this podcast by writing it in a five-star review. Yep, and you too can also like this video if you cry every Tim. Yes, please like this video if you cry every Tim. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Smash that like button. There's a couple of other really funny reviews, and we will get to them week by week. We but will, we had to do that one because I, like, I was opening up looking what I was going to talk about today, and I saw that, and I was like, "This is so uh, funny." Yeah, I haven't watched that beautiful. video in years. I didn't even know it was a video. I just knew it was a meme around the internet. Yeah, I, I was shocked you had never seen it before. Yeah, but now I have seen it. So. Yeah. Yay. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the nerdy, the wordy. The book club. That's right. My name mm-hmm. is Nerdy Knightley. Mm-hmm. And I'm Clarus Polaris. And we are here to talk about The Lord of Chaos, chapter 12 through chapter 20. Wow, that is a thick book. <laughs> we are more than halfway through. That You could hear how thick The Lord of Chaos is yeah. in the way you smacked its bottom like yeah. that. Yeah, you yeah. You just yeah. spanked it. Like I think Robert, Robert Jordan, Jordan characters. Would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Spank each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he would be very proud. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into the show today, we do have, uh, some housekeeping, as always, that we like to get through at the top of the show. Uh, the first thing being that this week's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible is a service that allows human beings to talk into microphones and then sell Mm. the sounds that they made, uh, as books, um, that were written by other people. Uh, they also have, uh, some other things that aren't just books. You know, we always talk about the audiobooks True. on Audible, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. today, actually, The Sandman, the Netflix adaptation of Neil Gaiman's classic mm-hmm. uh, comic book, one of my favorite comics of all time, uh, comes out. We're going to be doing reactions. Stick mm-hmm. around the channel, maybe subscribe. However, it is also important to remember that uh, Audible has been dropping uh, some Sandman audio dramas 
uh, that are a spicy. different way to get into that world. So if you're into some audio dramas, maybe not necessarily an audio book, you can also find those over at audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Uh, again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Get yourself <laughs> a free audiobook on us, 30 free days of Audible for uh, basically any device that can play sound. Yeah, yeah. If, if you have speakers, you're good to go. I, I like Mike's comment. Uh, they're orally delicious. They're, they are uh, yes. orally delicious. Yes. yes, audible. If you want to download Eye of the World and cringe every time the reader says Tarvalin. Yeah, you've been listening to the audiobook of Eye of the World. How is yeah. that? How do you feel about it? It's weird. It's, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's strange. I really don't like Tarvalin. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one throws me off. I cannot wait to get into all the pronunciations. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing: I don't care. I'm. Probably going to continue saying them the way that I say them, unless I like the other pronunciation better. But, like, some of them, I'm like, no. Incorrect. Anyways, audible. Yeah, you know, it's the one, the one I'm never going to change. What? Is semi-rag. Semi-rag, yeah. I'm never calling it's her semi-rag. It's semi-rag. It's, it's so much cooler. So much cooler. We've dropped yeah. the H, though. We did drop the H. Because semirage is not mm-hmm. as cool as semirage. Semirage sounds like a nightmare that chases you in the desert. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what like I mean? Like a mirage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it's a semirage. It's, it's oh, no, wait. It's, it's a mirage there. of a samurai in the desert coming this fall to shutter the horror streaming service. <laughs> semirage. Great. Why would a samurai be in the desert? Because it, it's a mirage. It's not real, but it kills you anyway. Cool. With Love precision. That. Uh, there, uh, With precision. We've been having some fun. We've been making some jokes. I, I, I am sorry. I nope. am going to swerve this podcast a little bit into the serious for a moment uh, because moment. there was an unfortunate incident that took place this week uh, for a member of the larger Wheel of Time community, mm-hmm. uh, and that is um, uh, a member of the Wheel of Time community, Brian, uh, also known as Rakapa Sedai, mm-hmm. had a pretty, uh, a pretty terrible fall and is dealing with some health issues. There's a GoFundMe uh, for his uh, recovery. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to drop this uh, GoFundMe in the chat here really quick. Mm-hmm. If anyone is interested at all in helping Brian out uh, with what he's going through, um, I, it seems like there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of recovery in his future. Yes. Uh, and we just wanted to make sure that before we got into the show, before we got to have our fun today, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We, we, we took some time to point out that, you know, Wheel of Time, the fandom has made this such a joyful experience for us. Yes. And has brought us together in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to um, respect that fandom by uh, calling this out and uh, putting some um, uh, some attention on this GoFundMe yeah. and yeah. on this poor guy's health. Uh, they have raised over $30,000 for him. Which is incredible. I, like, you know, when, when we said, when we started doing Wheel of Time stuff, and we were like, the Wheel of Time community is so great. Like, yeah. you guys you guys really are. And um, and hopefully this is, like, a, one thing that will just be able to help in wh- whatever way possible to make this at least a little bit easier. We, unfortunately, we, we wish we knew some of these people a little bit better, but we are trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah. So we are looking forward to the moments where we are finished the series and we can watch a lot of other creators' content. Yeah, I, I went to hit their YouTube channel uh, yesterday and mm-hmm. I was like... Oh, it's like top ten Egwene moments, and I'm like, nope, can't watch that. Yeah, nope, can't <laughs> top do ten it. Matt moments, can't watch that. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to stay a, a little newborn babe in the woods, being like, mama. We'll get there though, yeah. guys. It, it, start, if you can't help. start making your list now. Like when we're done the series, mm-hmm. we're gonna be like, okay, we need to watch all the Wheel of Time stuff. So start making your lists now, um, for like a year, <clears throat> a year ish yeah. from now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, you know, it's it's one of those situations where like. You know, I think that fandom at times can, especially modern fandom, can get a bad rap for toxicity and for um, the. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of negatives to fandom, 
But mm -hmm. uh, when I see that this uh, GoFundMe has raised as much as it has and mm -hmm. that the community is showing up for this guy, I, I really do feel like the, the beauty of fandom and mm -hmm. the beauty of these communities that we build online is, is just so apparent to me. Uh, and it just it makes me so grateful to be a part of it. And uh, so please click on the link. And um, yeah, we're going to move on with our show today. Yeah. Uh, but we are sending all of our best wishes to Brian, mm -hmm. the Recapa Sedai. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary friends of the community. Mm -hmm. Clarus, you read the next uh, 14 chapters of Lord of Chaos. Did you? I did not. No, oh, no. I'm, I'm going to wing it today. Damn. That would be a funny episode. If, if I pretend to do the reading and then go through the, just through the entire conversation, yeah, just yeah. winging it, but pretending like we I don't, did it. But we don't tell chat. And then like a month later, we're like, okay, one of the last like would know. six episodes. They, they would know. There's no way I could pull it off. Because <laughs> yeah, there's too many, there, there's too many S names and I would get them all confused. That's, you know what? That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> Franklin Franklin Cheatham uh, says 12 to 26 is 15 chapters. Uh, I want to be really clear, Franklin. We are both bisexual. Math we doesn't don't do math. work. I don't know numbers. No. Um, we do video editing and uh, talking. Yes, we speak words yes. like you do on Audible. This video is sponsored by Audible. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Audibletrial.com slash nerdy nightly if you too can't do math. Um, like me. Franklin uh, is a statistician. Ooh. <laughs> oh, thank you. This, see, this is why you're here. Um, Lord of Chaos, we are more than halfway... Look at this. We are more than halfway through this book. We are way more than halfway through the book, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guys. split... Apparently the split is because the end of the book is so much. It's so dense. Totally fair. And we talked about this week where we were like, hey, like... The, the, this section wasn't that dense. Like, not a lot happened. There's a lot of setting up. There's a lot of, yes. like, laying the pieces. Mm -hmm. But there, there are, like, whole chapters of this week that I'm like, eh, we don't need to talk about it. Well, yeah, I kind of wrote, like, uh, uh, one note about what happened. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, it's obviously important things and things that will come into play, I'm sure, later on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say, y'all, if you are reading along with, with us, thank you for um, trooping on through because um, it, it has been a huge chunk of reading these two weeks. And it is going to slow down a little bit in terms of the number of pages, but I don't think in the amount of uh, content. Do you have your notes? I do. Right oh, okay. I do. Good. Uh, did you like this reading this week? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It didn't stick out to me uh, like last week's did. Um... Uh, the one thing, actually, that stuck out to me the most was, uh, Rand's school. I was right. like, wow, this is, what a weird thing to, like, uh, like, it's just something that I, I didn't even cross my mind. That Rand would start, like, a university. Lee Science is like, lol, half-hour show today. Lee, it's been 18 minutes, and we, or it's, it's been 11 minutes of show, and we haven't even started talking about the book yet. I, yeah. I think the show think, will still be two and a half hours I, I think we're okay, yeah. But yeah, Rand is like, I'm going to start a school because the Age of Legends had all these like cool things. And I think we should like, you know, I'm going to give grants to whoever <laughs> interests, whoever inventions interest me. Yeah. Um, which happens to be the like spyglass guy. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, I have no idea how this works, but like you seem really into it. So here's some money. I, I really like the concept that Robert Jordan was like, I don't want to deal with having to explain how Rand makes money. So I'm just going to say he's so rich that none of it matters. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. sometimes, you know, I feel like but a lot of writers struggle with fictional economies systems. It, it can be really like the, the getting into the weeds of paying for the war 
is really tough to make interesting. Yes. It's some of the worst stuff of Game of Thrones for me. Yes. Is some of the... The finances. The show did a really good job of it. Because the show made the finance scenes really like, oh, Cersei might kill you, Iron Bank, ha ha ha. Whereas sometimes in the book you're like, I... I, I don't care about this wagon. Yeah. I really don't care about this wagon. <laughs> well, I think that Robert Jordan kind of um, gave a, like, blanket statement of, obviously, that the Aiel take a fifth, mm-hmm. and the dragon, like, the Karkarn gets a tenth, I think, of, of that yeah. fifth. So he is incredibly wealthy. Oh, yeah, um, and, and that's that, that's the explanation they go with. They're like... And I'm like, all right, that works. Rand doesn't I don't know need it. more than that. But the ally are like, oh, no, you're super rich. He's like, cool, 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 cool. And then he just starts throwing gold coins around. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Honestly, I, I think it's great. Um, uh, so, um, oh my God, wait, no, there was a whole attack this week. I forgot about the attack. We do have stuff to talk about. We oh, we we always have stuff to talk about. It just yeah. none of it was um, none of it was like crucial pivoting points. At least that we like know of now. We might look back and be like, ah, but. So let's start. Let's get into it. Chapter twelve. This chapter is called Questions and Answers. Did we Same. get answers? <laughs> kind answers? of. Answers? Well, I think we will. <laughs> um, so Nynaeve and Elaine are chilling. They're chilling in their house, in their mm-hmm. little room. Uh, they're like really starting to get nervous about all the lies that they're telling. I, I found it really interesting that yeah. the um they're they are so scared about the idea that the Aes Sedai are going to find out that they pretended to be a, a full Aes Sedai. Yeah. And what I find interesting about that is I feel like if they had just told them right away, mm-hmm. they would have been fine. They were like, this is how Swan told us to do it. So we yeah. did it. Swan could have covered for them. It would have been like, they, they maybe could have covered it up. But now they've been lying for about it for so long. Yeah. They really are in a position where they're screwed if people find out. Yes. And I this this brings into question the idea that Egwene is going to be risen to the Amerlin. Because... Mm-hmm. They're going to find out that she lied the whole time, right? Oh, yeah. They're going to have to. do they raise her to the Amberlynn seat? And just don't tell and anyone. And then find out after, and they're all pissed about it. They're like, wait, oh, damn it, we messed up. You, you're a liar. Well, the thing is, she can't become the Amberlynn seat before actually becoming a full Aes Sedai and choosing the Aja, right? But the way that they did talk about the, that, like... I don't know if that's how this is going to work. I, I don't know either, because they were, like, the biddable child. Egwene. Uh, yes. Yeah. I feel like that has to be Egwene. I, I don't know who else that could possibly be they've leaned um, too far it, it, robert jordan has kind of like leaned into it being a Gwen in too many different teases yeah at this point for it not to be a Gwen. like it would be weird if it was literally anybody else yes in my opinion because of her premonitions uh yes <laughs> why does everything always happen on fridays there's no noise in this room all week there's no construction. And then immediately when we start book club, there's a hammer on the other side of this freaking this wall. This exact wall. I love that for us. Does anyone have a lot of money so we can buy a house and not have to deal with this stuff? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or do you have an extra house lying around? At <laughs> this point, it doesn't around. matter where. Uh, well, that's not true. I would not move to like rural Alabama. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Not especially hurricane seasons coming up. Not not yeah, dealing no. with that. Uh, I, I have too much. I have too much family in rural Alabama, and uh, I've watched them rebuild too. I've many watched times. them rebuild too many times. Like yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, and in the exact same spot. Yeah, and, okay. and you're like, well, if, on the ashes, or not ashes, but you know what I mean. On the mold. Yeah. Of the last house. Um, Rand has money. We'll just ask him. Rand has money. 
We'll go to the car car and see if yeah. we can set us up in a manner okay. in Tyrion. Hey, so... So, yeah, no, I just, I feel like at this point, the... I, I think that Egwene, I, I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my stamp on it. Egwene will be the Amarillyn seat by the end of this book. This book? Yes. Okay. I think Egwene is going to show up to Saladar. She is going to immediately be raised to the Amarillyn seat. So much so that I don't even think, like, it's going to be on her. She's going to show up and they're going to be like, oh, great, we have a ceremony ready for you. And she's going to be like, wait, what? Uh, see, my prediction was going to be, like, the start of the next book is going to be, um, <laughs> oh, my God. Also, Dakuna, very, good one, good one. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni, I, thank you for joining that. the Nargs of the Nerd Table. Welcome, Welcome in, my friend. Welcome to the Nerd Table. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, sorry about the construction, guys. Of course, it is the moment that we do our book club. We love that for us. Um, I was going to say... K-Hop, thank you for joining the next. K-Hop, thank you so much. Um, I was going to say, I think that the beginning of the next book is going to be a, that the ceremony. Because um, um, I think that there's going to be a lot of disaster at the end of this book. And they're going to have to band together and rebuild super quick in next book to, to have a light to stand on. Because um, I mm. do... The one thing that I do know is there is a big battle in this book. This book, it's freaking crazy. Um, and so that, that would be my guess. I don't think she's going to become the Amarillyn seat before that, I, but that's just me. I, honestly, Egwene might be the Amarillyn seat by the end of next week. True. I think it's going to be such a rush job because the, the number the, one concern we learn in this chapter, right? The number one concern of the Aes Sedai right now is mm-hmm. how to interact with Rand because they don't know yes, him. Yes. And I think that. There's so many reasons why Gwen made sense, right? They wanted yeah. someone who is powerful. Yes, who powerful. Who was not at the White Tower when it fell. Yes, young. They, they wanted a biddable child. Yeah. And they're so obsessed with people who knew Rand as a yes. child. Yes, That they are going to raise her to the Amarillyn seat thinking that they can manipulate Rand through his childhood friend. Yes. And they're not going to realize that Egwene isn't just powerful. Egwene is powerful and has been trained by the IEL wise woman. And she is not going to be biddable. Like, and a, Moraine. Egwene... We, yeah, but Moraine would have taught her to work more within the White Tower structure, whereas okay. the Aiel are straight up teaching her, don't care. Yes. Don't give a shit about that. Just do your own thing. Yes. And so I think that, like, I think that they're going to raise her to the Amarillyn seat immediately without talking to her. Mm-hmm. Like, just immediately. And then they're going to just be I like, this freaking, she's basically an Aiel. Why did we do this? And we're going to get POVs of these Aes Sedai just be being... Be like, we fucked this, up oh, so bad. I hate, I hate Elwain. Um, Rune, I just want to say uh, welcome to the Nerd Table as oh, well. Oh, thank, thank you, Rune. Thank you so much. <clears throat> welcome in, um, Yeah, yeah. I think that they are going to have uh, hashtag regrets yeah. uh, about um, raising... Um, uh, Egwene, uh, our yep. mods are like sweating right now. I just know it. Thank you guys. You're the best. Yeah, yeah, truly. Uh, and thank you everyone for not spoiling so much this week. Yay. I've only seen one deleted message. So like, that's awesome. We appreciate um, it. Thank you. And thank you to the, the porn sex site bots for not... Oh my God. I half expect someone to come through the wall in the middle of the show and just be like, oh yeah. That's you in my streams. Um... I do, I do wonder though, like uh-huh. if if uh, Nynaeve, al- I if Nynaeve, the podcast listeners, I feel so bad for the podcast listeners. This is why you gotta leave us a five star <laughs> review so that so that more people are forced to listen to this nonsense. Yes, this exactly. show's gonna be five hours long because we're gonna pause every twenty seconds for the drill. <laughs> um, yeah. The the I, I feel like Nynaeve, Elaine, and Egwene are just gonna start running shit. 
I hope so. Because uh, going back to your very first point about the girls saying whether or not they were Aes Sedai, like pretending to be full Aes Sedai, it goes back to the point, and maybe I'm harping on this like too much, but like nobody trusts one another. And this like idea of like severe punishment for things that they did to survive yeah. is so backwards, like ass mm-hmm. backwards, you know, like... um. <laughs> Our neighbors watch the show and are trolling you. God, I hope not. That would be so funny because no. <laughs> they do not seem like they know what YouTube is. No, no, their kids, be... their kids do, but they're, they're, they're like the parents next door. I, I just can't imagine they're on the internet very yeah, much, except yeah. to like watch Disney Plus. Bob C, <clears throat> thank you for that super duper chat. This is an interesting part of the story. Rain grows so much in this book. I that agree. Is true. He's he's very different. He, um, his heart grew three sizes this day. <laughs> But yeah, if there was any kind of compassion and understanding between any of the Aes Sedai in the White Tower, you know, like, if if Elaine and Nynaeve felt like there was, like, that they could, like, trust the tower. Trust anyone? Trust yeah. anyone. Like, like, they would be in such a different situation. And, oh my god. <laughs> Guys, it's so loud for us. I really hope it's not that loud for you. They say it's not that bad, but it is bad for us. His yeah. taint grew three sizes that day. That is, that's a shirt. <laughs> and he's, it, it's a, it's a, it's like a man holding up the, the, the seal of the dark one. Oh and underneath God. it says his taint grew three sizes that day and he's holding it up with magic. And on the back of the shirt it just says, break it, break it, break, break it, break it, break it. <laughs> um, oh no, I, I understand it's not that bad for you guys. This mic is really good about that. Yeah. It, for us it for is us, it so is... sudden and so loud when it hits. It is very, very aggressive. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nynaeve, so let's talk about the book. We've yes. been talking about stuff that hasn't happened. Yes. Uh, um, chapter 12. Let's just start over. Chapter 12, questions and answers. This podcast is sponsored by Audible, audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. <laughs> so, uh, Elaine and Nynaeve are just chilling in the room. Yes. And Elaine is trying to, like, spin her way into the weave to, so that she, the, so there's like a weave of no eavesdropping. There's like a block on eavesdropping oh, yes. on the house. Yes. And so McGideon. And like, oh God, I wish we hadn't shared that secret with them. McGideon is trying to like teach her how to like spin through the weave to eavesdrop, mm-hmm. which is, I, I love the idea that it's like you have to enter the pattern of the wheel mm-hmm. in order to break through a weave and eavesdrop. Like I, yeah. I love the imagery the, the magic imagery being similar to, like, a loom. And I love the idea that a weave that is tied off is more, like, vulnerable um, than, like, mm-hmm. an active one. Giovanni! Uh, greetings Thank from you. Italy. Greetings, my friend. Uh, sorry for poor English. Your you're, English is fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, I have found your channel when I was reading the 10th book. Then I start, stopped the reading, watch all the video, and now restart from the point to reread with you. Oh, my God. You were so close to the end, and we ruined it for we you. We ruined it. That is dedication, my friend. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I appreciate that. that. Um, I had a, a fantastic Italian wine this week, so mm. I feel like I'm all Italy all the time uh, <laughs> right now. I would love to visit Italy. Oh, we um, will. We will one we'll day. We'll go on. A, the problem is you don't drink red wine, so we're gonna go on a vineyard tour, and you're just gonna watch me drink all the red wine of Italy. I will watch you get drunk, and it will be very entertaining for me. I will and occasionally we'll find you a good white. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Magidian, I like that Magidian. Wheel of time edging. One of the reasons why I think that Nynaeve and Elaine and Egwene might start running things uh-huh. is because I think that they're going to. Um, because of how secretive they're being with Mogidian's secrets. Yes. I, I, I'm starting to think Mogidian is going to be with these girls for a while. 
I think so, at least for the rest of this book. I'm gonna throw something at the wall. I'm gonna. This book club is gonna be the death of me. I don't this know will literally why, be the end of me as a human being. I don't know why everyone decides to do construction on Friday. Like, why? Why Friday? Do it in the middle of the week. Uh, anyways. Um. Yeah, although, the, things get a little, like, spicy with McGideon. Yeah, they get a little spicy. Because, um, suddenly, um, Elaine leaves the room with the bracelet, and McGideon has, like, you good? Yeah. Cool. McGideon's demeanor, like, completely changes. I've been to Sora, thank you for four months. Thank nerds. you for four months. Welcome back to the nerd table. Yeah, and Nynaeve freaks out. She's like, it's the first time. How is it louder? How? Shush! Tom Maines! Tom Maines is here! Thank you for being an ARG. Oh, thank you. Welcome to the nerd table. Um, so... Oh, man. Uh, thank you, Avendisora. No, thank you, Avendisora. We appreciate thank you. you being here. <laughs> um, this is wild. This is so funny. Okay, so Nynaeve, the, the, the bracelet leaves. The Adam leaves with Elaine. Yes. And Nynaeve's like, wear it. And she's like, it, she, we can leave it on a hook. It's fine. She's like, no, you wear You wear that bracelet. You wear it, Elaine. You wear Don't you dare take that off. And yeah. then she leaves and Nynaeve's like, bring it back. Give me the, oh, I can't be alone in a room without it. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so scary. I she's would a forsaken. I too. I would lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would absolutely lose it. I, like, and, and I don't think that we understand or they understand well enough how the Adam works because when we saw it with Egwene, they left it on, like, the hook in the room. They mm -hmm. did not take it for, like, uh, like further than a certain, like, distance from her, at least from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm worried that that is, like, leaving a vulnerability in that connection. I don't think there's a vulnerability. I think they're just fine. Josh Timko, thank you for that super chat. Uh, this, folks, is why this episode will still be two and a half to three hours. <laughs> The drilling. Yes, and um, also because we have yet to actually move on from the first paragraph of the first Methany. Methany. <laughs> Methany. Kind of missed out on the Ted K hype at the beginning of last stream, so I'm using humans latest absence so across the keyboard again. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, it was Methany's cat. Was it Sammy? Sa it started with this S, yes. There's too many S names. No, too many S names. Methany, thank you uh, so much. Praise be to Methany's cat. Yes. I feel like Methany's cat is gonna be like the patron saint of this podcast. Yeah, we will. We will create a, a, a shirt just for <laughs> Methany's cat. That is so funny. Oh my god, Methany, thank you so much. Oh my god, Methany's cat strikes again. It's true. Um, another S name. Mash the like button for for Methany's cat. Um, Apparently, there are enough S names. You. There, I think there's. I think someone uh, in my Pokemon stream yesterday mm -hmm. uh, did the math, and I think there's 72 characters with S names in the Wheel of Time. Wow. But when there's 2,738 characters, it makes sense. I, I guess, yeah. Sense. You can't like. There's only so many like X names or Z names that exist, right? Yeah. Like so. And the number one podcast among cats. <laughs> Oh, man. So, um, uh, yeah, so Nynaeve is like, well, I'm leaving. Um, uh -huh. Clean up my piss wench. And then uh, she goes basically. out the door. That's literally what happens. Literally what happens. Uh, and then Nynaeve basically um, meanders around town trying not to do anything. She just doesn't want to get pulled into anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, because she's supposed to be going to to copy for the those two Aes Sedai, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and she, she... No, no, no. That, that was last week. Was it? Yeah. We talked about that already. Did I... Oh. What? Wait, was that this week? No, I'm pretty sure that's in this chapter. Because I, I had it that I, Nynaeve is interrogated. 
Is that this? Oh my god, you guys. We need to get out of salad bar. I, I can't. I can't keep everything um. straight. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but no, she um she goes uh she goes to uh Brigitte. Yes. And it's like, yo, girl, can you steal horses? And Brigitte's like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're bringing this girl who, my lesbian lover, with us. Basically, yeah, yeah. She's she was the one who was the hunter of the horn. Yeah. And I guess they became friends, which is like cool, you know. I don't know if they became friends so much as she like is like following Brigitte around, and I think Brigitte just likes attention. Fair. Brigitte kind of strikes me as the kind of person who likes attention. Yeah. And so absolutely. having to like follow her is their uh, is 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 Brigitte's kink. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring that girl. I know you don't like her. I'm not even sure I like her. Uh, <laughs> but she's gonna come with us. But she's gonna come with us. Yeah. Um, and then that's when Nicola shows up to go get Nynaeve and is like, yes, 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 you're well, right. Well, yeah, they said you better hurry the fuck up otherwise they're gonna spank you <laughs> i think the reason i thought this was last week's reading was because we ended the podcast last week yeah. and then i sat down on the couch and started reading you literally yeah normally we like um do our reading like monday tuesday wednesday thursday like in the following week and nerdy was like nah i'm reading today yeah so that makes sense <clears throat> so uh yeah so nicola drags her over to some ice die. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you don't have to do, you don't need to do any copying. Would you like some tea? Uh, would you like some tea? Which and also, sus. hey, um, what do you know about Brand? And then he's like, I don't, I haven't seen him in like two years. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't, what, 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 what not, what intelligence do you think I'm going to have on him? We're not friends. Yeah. I was the wisdom in the village. We went kind of on an adventure together. They didn't even live in the same place. Like he oh, lived yeah. in a farm outside of the village. And she's like, I don't know. I spanked him once when he like. <laughs> was a little shithead well and she's like i mean I, we went to the eye of the world together and then he left and then i left in a different like we went off in different directions we found each other in falma for like six minutes yeah then he left we went off in different directions like they uh they spend like a day together yeah every like two months in this journey yeah. and they keep getting separated yeah yeah i i, I don't know why they're like because Nynaeve has already told all of them everything, right? I don't know yeah. why they're so convinced that she knows. When, like, they know that she's been running around for Swan and has now been here. Mm -hmm. Like, they they like they like kind of know that she hasn't been there, right? Um, so it, it was just, just very... It was a line of question where she she's like, I can tell you, like, what he did as a child. Yeah. And they're like, no, but tell us about him now. And she's like, I... I guys... Like, I've been here. I... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. He's also very different. You know what I mean? Like he's got the taint in him the taint, now. The taint will do that. Well, to and you. and they're just frustrated because they're not they they're they're not asking specific questions, mm -hmm. and so they're not getting specific answers because there is no answer that Nynaeve could really offer up to them that would satisfy what they want. They yes. want a silver bullet here, but there is no silver bullet. Like there is no silver bullet to understanding another human being, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think that the. Um, I, I think that the frustration on their end in this conversation isn't Nynaeve's fault. Yeah. It's the fact that they came into this interrogation not knowing what their own goal was. Yeah, they just wanted something to fall into their laps. Yeah, and and this gets into Nynaeve's whole point of view here, right? Where Nynaeve is kind of walking around Salad Bar here, she's frustrated with the way that the Aes Sedai are handling things. Yeah. She feels like they're just spinning their wheels. They're not accomplishing anything. They're yeah. just waiting. And so when Nynaeve gets into this conversation there is this element of it that is Nynaeve realizing, hey, they they don't have a plan. Yeah. And th I think that that frustration, mm -hmm. th I think that, I don't think Nynaeve would have gone to eavesdrop at the window 
without this conversation. Yeah. Where she realizes in this conversation, she's like, oh, you guys, you, you don't even know what you're asking. Yeah. You I, have I, no I, idea what you're doing. I'm going to go listen at the window. Yeah. And she's like, I, I'm done being a coward. Like, Glenn <laughs> Cullinan, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining the, the nurse. Table. I also love that Brigitte's like, are you, you want me to eavesdrop? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, and so she she goes like, and she fine, listens I'll at the it. window and um, gets gets dissatisfied again. Yeah, <laughs> because what she hears at the window is non-committal. No, it's about it's biddable child, and that's that that's the only like tidbit of info that we're mm-hmm. given, which doesn't mean much, I'm sure, to Nynaeve, but I think for us, like, it's very clear who it is, unless we're totally wrong. Yeah. Um, the one thing. So, when Mogidian was revealed to be one of the three girls that came with them to Salabar, yeah, um, I definitely thought that the other two girls with her were the dark, uh, the yeah, the dark friend, the black Aja. I think they are. You still think that they are? You think that Nicola? Yeah. That's why that girl's getting close to. That's why that girl's getting close to Brigitte. So my question is that they were both tested. Yeah. Do you think that um, er, er, whatever her name is was able to hide the fact that she has the one power? Because Nicola, they were like, "Oh, you have you you have the power." Um, we you you, but they literally specifically said that you have like the spark in you that like has to be trained. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. figured it out for yourself. Do you think that they were able to disguise that part of yourself themselves? Yeah, I, I think like much in the same way that Landfear was able to minimize Asmodian's power. I think that Mogidian would have the ability. I I look, it, maybe they aren't. Maybe that the the realization will be that they the, that they're just people yeah. who just happen to be on this journey with them. But I I think that Mogidian would have the power to like shield them in that way, right? Maybe. Like yeah. leave them with a shield that they could untie at any point. Maybe. Yeah. Um But yeah, that part was like that that was that was confusing for me because I was cuz I was convinced that that you know, all three of them were were bad, and obviously now with the one girl becoming friends with um, Brigitte, that's very suspicious to me. But I'm like, how did she conceal herself from the Aes Sedai who like tested her? Like, I like legitimate. Like, I, I unless that's that is a thing that exists that we will like be introduced. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't know because then Nicola also has that weird like premonition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I don't actually know if they are. Black Aja anymore. Like I, like I feel like they might just be people. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know. It could go either way at this point. It, it is enough to. Yeah. It is vague enough that it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <clears throat> and I don't think we will know until either nothing happens or something big happens. Like yes. I don't think it'll be like a casual reveal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joe White says I finally get to see one of these live. I'm so sorry. It's this one. Yes. Sorry about the construction, nice guys. Um, and so, uh, oh my, how, how? Yeah. Like, how is this possible? The one time all week our internet works really well. I know, I know. And it's the, this. Yeah. So, um, so Nynaeve, uh, she, she is literally just crouching under a window, under, in an inn next to, uh, like a door yeah that's in the middle of town yeah with warders i really don't understand how she gets away with this me neither like <laughs> like everybody everybody in town literally everybody in town knows what's going on in that yeah. room right now there would be people looking at the building there just would be there would be warders well, walking sh- around and Nynaeve Nynaeve is literally like yeah yeah she's like 
and nobody, and then Theodrin just walks up and is like, but that's what I mean. You fucking idiot. Theodrin, like, she's like, oh, you good? Also, I love, I love her. Yeah, Theodrin's great. I, I, I hope she's a good guy. Nope, dark friend. No, don't say that. Yeah, Black Aja. No. Theodrin, Theodrin is Black Aja. No, I like her. I can almost guarantee that Theodrin's Black Aja, and that's why she doesn't rat out Nynaeve here, because she's going to use it later. No! Yeah, I, I really do think that, um... <laughs> Sex Monkey says, the inn has a tell. <laughs> oh my god. How dare you? How, how... <laughs> Oh my god. I ain't been dropping no eaves. So, so um <clears throat> so yeah, Theodrin is like, alright, we're gonna go uh we're gonna go learn some stuff. We're gonna get rid of this block. The way we're gonna do that is um I'm gonna beat you up and that doesn't work. And she's like, I'm gonna throw water on you and that doesn't work. And so she's like, Alright, don't go to bed tonight. And then he was like, sure. Yeah, no sleeping for you. I, I guess to like exhaust her. Cause like if if she can surrender if she's tired enough to surrender the t to the power she might. I honestly mm -hmm. thought that when they all like bonded like bonded together that 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 would break the block, but um apparent, apparently not. It's it might have. We haven't seen her try and channel since then. Have we not? No, we we don't get any more point of view of her after that. Oh, Jake Hendricks, thank you for that. Jake Hendricks, super thank you for that. Chat. For me, the construction sound it sounds like a very intermittent buzz. <sighs> it's really not coming through very much. Anyway, rock on again. Thank you for that. For us, it sounds like someone is trying to break into the room violently. Yes, it's, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it's wild. <clears throat> um, but I'm glad. I'm glad it's not. It's not. That oh bad no, because I guess they do go into Teleron Riyadh. But Wait. no, but they, but we, but the, that's the last we see of them, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I don't. I don't know. I think her block might be lessened. This, um... Let's get into how that happens, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so, Theodrin, so chapter 13, Under the Dust. Guys, we are 37 minutes in, and we have done one chapter. If anyone was worried that this Classic. show was not going to be two and a half hours... Classic. This is Nerdy Nightly. Okay? We talk too much. We see <laughs> the comments. We know you guys don't like it, but 10,000 of you subscribed, so I don't know what to tell you. Theodrin is, uh, <laughs> is, is pissing off Nynaeve. Um, yeah. And, uh, the, the problem, the problem is that Theodrin, so Theodrin doesn't understand how to teach Nynaeve, right? Because mm -hmm. Theodrin is like, all right, you can only channel when you get angry. And so I'm going to keep doing things that piss you off. And I was like, well, yeah, of course Nynaeve ends up pissed off and channeling. You threw water at her. What do you think her reaction would be? I'd be pissed too. Well, okay. I think that they've been, okay. They've had several lessons at this point. Yes. I think she is trying different tactics. And shock was one of them. I, mm -hmm. I think that that's reasonable. The whole, like, her getting punched in the face was kind of funny. But, um, <laughs> I was like, wow, of course, of course that mm -hmm. happened with Nynaeve. But I love that we find out about her block and, like, what that was and, like. Yeah. That, that was so fascinating. Theodrin's a horny, horny girl. Yeah. But not for other girls. No. Theodrin, canonically straight. Yes. Yes, canonically very, very straight. <laughs> this is the straightest character in the Wheel of Time. Yes, Because I could only channel in front of boys because I was a little turned on by them. And then, oh, it was a girl? Well... Honestly, no. Nynaeve and Theodrin, straightest characters in Wheel of Time. I don't know about that. I, I, I Nynaeve has a woman, like, with a collar on her in her bedroom most of the time. That's pretty gay. Fair. That's pretty gay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Fast, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> thank you for that. Super chat. Love the book chat, but I'm truly here for the tangents. Oh, do we have a show for you? Oh, man. I wonder if someone someone should keep track of the number of tangents. All we do is have tangents. But I know. What, what would you keep track of? We should have, like, a You would a put counter. out a Google Doc that just says, the show. The show. <laughs> 
truly. Um, <laughs> truly. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, Nynaeve and Elaine kind of have a fight here. Theodrin leaves. She's like, don't go to bed. Nynaeve and Elaine have a fight where Nynaeve is like, uh, I think McGinnon's right, right? Because we should have said, McGinnon did say, like, you guys need to get out of here. This yeah. is a pit of vipers, and you're lying to everyone. When you get caught, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve is like, look, I think... I think McGideon's right. We need to get out of Dodge. Yeah. And Elaine is like, no, we need to stay. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> Elaine is like, what if we use that thing we that the wise ones told us about, about needing shit in Telran Riyadh and Telran Riyadh taking us to it? Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve is like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, let's go do it. Yes, very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is what it is. <laughs> but before they can go to bed, they get a visitor. They do. Does this visitor knock? Uh, nobody knocks. I said I don't knock. N- nobody knocks. But like, like I like Tarna. Avienda doesn't knock. Tarna, come on, Tarna. I know. You're trying to sway people to your side by breaking into their bedroom. She's a red. She doesn't give. She doesn't care. I know, but be smarter. No, she's not. <laughs> She's so cocky. She does not care. Um, yeah, she literally bursts in. And she's like, "Hey, let's talk." Yeah. Like, uh, and they're like, "Wow, okay." Uh. She's like, "Oh, the daughter heir. Wow, I heard you were here. Elena's looking for you. You should." Uh, yeah, it wasn't with me. It was interesting to me that Tarna is like meaner to Elaine than she is to Nynaeve. As soon as Elaine leaves the room, she like softens with Nynaeve. Purposefully, though. I think that that's... that's I know, but you should have done it the other way around. Elaine would respond better to being soft, and Nynaeve responds to being hard. That's why she's into Lan. Every part of him is so hard. Those abs, those Uh pecs, Mm -hmm. those delts, that dick. (laughs) It's rock hard. It's Uh like a steel beam in his pants. (laughs) So Crunky says our neighbors are knocking and you don't appreciate that either. Different kind, okay. They're not knocking. They're they're drilling in. Tom Mains Delavinde, thank you so much for five gifted nerdy nightly memberships. Thank you so much. Jake Hendricks Project Myrtle, um, Clarus Polaris, you're a member of the channel. Hell yeah, let's go. Ruby Mineshaft and Rand of Bridge Four, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate that. That is incredibly kind. Enjoy uh, the emotes and the nargs, my friends. Yes. Um. So yeah. So Tarna basically is like. Elaine, you have to come back. Like, Aleda is after you, girl. Um, and then she's like, Elaine, get out of here. And Elaine's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then she's talking to Nynaeve. And uh, she's just being super sweet. And Nynaeve is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure, you're sus. Yeah. I don't know, can you finger the camera on YouTube? Well, we're about to find out. Demonetized. The video just out of the gets taken down. We can talk about all the crazy sex shit we do in the smart corner, but you 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 can't flip the bird. No, you can't flip the bird. You can't bite your thumb at you, sir. It's just it's just rude. That's funny. That's a good reference. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and so Tarna just like is like, all right, well, I'm leaving. So you can come or not come. That's she cool. also wants information on Rand, right? Everyone wants information on Rand. The problem Fair. is there is no information on Rand. Even mm-hmm. the people with Rand every day are like, I, what, I don't know who this man is or what is happening. Uh, and so Elaine comes back and is like, what's she saying? And Nynaeve's like, eh, nothing. 
don't, don't. Yeah, literally, is not worth the time. Yeah, uh, Wheel of Time is right. Lick if you cry ever, Tim. Yeah. Uh, and so they go into Teleran Riyadh, mm-hmm. and they hold hands. They go on a little date. It's mm-hmm. cute, you know. It's cute. Yeah. They they talk about their clothes for a second. They're wearing things. Uh, this time. Robert Jordan is really into fashion. And <clears throat> they start to like bounce around the world. They're like, okay, we need this. We need. We we. They're like, we need something. That will make the salad bar Aes Sedai go for Rand. Yeah. And so the Teleran Riyadh takes them to a bowl. Well, first it takes them to the tower. And they're like, uh, we can't Oh, yeah, here. and they see Egwene. Yeah, they see Egwene. Egwene? Disappears for a second. Um, and then they're like, oh, that that was so weird. I guess Egwene dreams too. <laughs> so weird. Um, and yeah, and then they they teleport to Ebudar. Yeah. Um, the way he just said, they teleport to Ebudar. Ebudar. Someone remix that into a sick mixtape, please. Um, this is Ebudar Radio. So we so we find a bowl. We find a bowl. Something to do with the weather, and that's about all that we know. This is officially becoming a stoner comedy. The bowl has been found, but where is that Two Rivers to back? True. Yeah, how, we have to stuff the bowl. What What if they have to change the weather by stuffing the bowl with two rivers to back? It has to be Rand. <laughs> the Wheel of Time, now produced by Seth Rogen. You saw how successful he made The Boys, Invincible, uh-huh. and Preacher. Now he's taking on Wheel of Time. Has he read the books? No. Will everyone smoke a lot more weed? Absolutely they will. Will, will he cameo masturbating in an episode of the show? You betcha. Absolutely. This is a Seth Rogen TV show. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so we have, we have, what, what is it when there's like an object that just like solves the problem? A MacGuffin. Yeah, we found a MacGuffin that we have to go look for. Which is fine, we haven't had a MacGuffin in a while. No, I'm, I'm, like, I'm fine with Kaland, it. Like, Kalandor was kind of the last real MacGuffin. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, it was for like a prophecy and I thought it was cool. This is also cool, like mm-hmm. I, you know, it's not like everything is a MacGuffin, I, I think it's... Uh, it's a McMuffin. It's a McMuffin. <laughs> I do. That's the. Do you want to get McMuffins after this? It's the only thing I will oh. ever get from McDonald's is a McMuffin. Here, here's the thing I will say. I'm proud of us. We've lived in this apartment mm-hmm. for nine months, eight months. There is a McDonald's within a four minute walk from us, and we have neither not... of us have entered it. Yes, Poggers. Pog Champ, kids. <laughs> um, now, have I gone to Starbucks? And Tim Hortons almost every day. Yes. Almost every day, yeah. But I have not entered that McDonald's. Um, um, yeah. So, okay. So we have a bowl. One thing, okay. And the bowl is gonna fix the weather, it, and that's all they know. That's all that they know. Okay. I, I I wanted to bring up something that, I, and I keep forgetting to. Okay. Do you think we're ever gonna go back to the Eye of the World? No, there's nothing there. Just wondering. It's just an empty hole in the ground. I'm just it, it. It was such an important place at one point. I just was curious. I kept like I, thinking about it. I was like trying to think of like because Robert Jordan is really a a, a a master at um setting things up and bringing them in later on. I don't know. I just feel like we might go back for some he reason. He is in every book after the Eye of the World. Right. Like, you, do you remember when Moiraine was forty feet tall and stepped over the the city walls? She should have done that to Lanfear. Lanford would be like, step on me. But, like, do you remember when my rain was 40 feet tall and stepped over the city walls? And we've not seen anyone do anything like that since. Yeah. It, it, it For me, it is a case of, like, the books have... Eye of the World is, like, Robert Jordan figuring it out a little bit. 
And then everything after that is this like story that kind of is self-reflective mm. and, and indicative of things in it. Um, but I, I don't, I do not think we'll go back to either world because it's just a hole in the ground now. Fair enough. I, I, it was really interesting listening. I, I'm listening to the first book again. Flynn! Well, Starbucks is terrible, lol. Love and Aussie. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. I, I get like the egg <clears> bites <throat> and, and that's about it. That's all I'll get. Um, uh, they what? use the good coconut milk. I like a oh. coconut milk mocha. Yeah. That's my drink of choice. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, Starbucks coconut milk, a lot of coconut milks. Uh, don't um, foam well. Yeah. Uh, they don't froth well. I was a barista for a while, uh, and so I'm very particular about my um, uh, coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't drink Starbucks black coffee. It's very bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, they, when I want a coconut milk mocha, they use the right coconut milk to froth in the way that I like. And so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very specific about what I like. Uh huh. Yes. Um. Anyways, uh, I wanted to bring <clears> up <throat> that in the first. Part of uh, one of the first things that Lan says to Perrin in like, yes. the Eye of the World is along the lines of, and and I, I wish I'd wrote it down, but I was sewing at the time. Was along the lines of like men who are like careful or like think things through or like are thorough, yeah. uh, live longer, that kind of thing. Like yeah. giving him that advice, and it's so funny that that is like Perrin's entire character. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Like he yeah. is the he is the person who who has to think everything through so carefully. And mm -hmm. it's like it was one of the first things that we see Lan say to him, anyways. I, you know, obviously there's stuff that happens off, not off screen, but you know what I mean. Um, and it just, yeah, I think I think that that it's, it's fun that there there is a lot there that Robert Jordan built on, which is cool. Uh, Hasty Elder Haman, love the name. Nice. We will get to that today. That uh -huh. was fun. That was fun. <clears throat> um, oh, did you figure out who the character was that I was excited to meet that we finally met? His mom. Loyal's mom. Loyal's mom. Uh, yeah. He Elder Haman says, I don't drink coffee. Should I leave this channel? Uh, no, there's a there's a strong coffee. line right here. Between coffee, no coffee. Caffeine. Well, actually, you're drinking caffeine. Between um, the, the bitter darkness of life and uh, the sweet, sweet joy of life. <laughs> and the, the, the those are the differences between us. Yes. How dare... You all are the worst. Perrin is a good boy. Okay? Perrin is in this book, Gregory. Well, not really. He was kind in the of. prologue. He was in a little bit. My God, I really, I really hope Perrin is still a main character in the series. I'm a little oh, worried. He will be. No, I don't he know. Will I'm be. a little worried. Robert Jordan kind of like did what he wanted with Perrin, and he'll come back for like fight sequences, but it, he won't be as important. No, no, I, 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 I I'm getting nervous, y'all. It's gonna be, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I think Perrin's coming back with a ven, not vengeance. He's not a vengeful person, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so we get a bowl, and then a next cries. chapter. Oh, yes. Nynaeve. Nynaeve, Nynaeve, Nynaeve is so desperate to be able to cry, uh, to be able to channel without her block yes. that uh, she doesn't realize she starts to cry. And um, I liked uh, Nynaeve a lot more in this moment. This yeah. this was like a, this was big points up for me with Nynaeve mm -hmm. because I, I like when really tough characters show moments of vulnerability. And uh, the way that this, they led into Nynaeve crying in this moment, really well loved it. I do think it's partially just because she's so tired. Because um, that's happens to me. I cry yeah, when I'm tired. Sure. Um, which is probably why I cry so much because I never sleep. But um, Glenn, Colin, and Anne, thank Glenn, you. Glenn, thank you for the super, for super chat. chat. Come to Australia. I bet the coffee's better. Um, we were literally talking <clears> about <throat> maybe visiting Australia in like January. We were talking about moving to New Zealand next year. We, I was, <clears throat> I literally was <clears throat> like, so how much do you think houses <clears throat> are in yeah. New Zealand? But um, I, I've heard that the the barista scene in Australia, particularly in I think Sydney, is like real strong. So I, I will come drink your coffee, Glenn. Um, 
I, I want to go to Australia real bad. Yeah, we would love to one day. <laughs> Chapter 14. Yes. Dreams and nightmares. We cut to our girl. Egwene. She, we have not spoken with her in a while. We haven't seen her in a, in a while. And, uh, I've been a little bit worried. She's uh, floating around telling her and she's like, oh shit, do you think they saw me? Nah. Nah, they didn't see me. Mm -hmm. And then she floats in a sea of stars. What? I just got, so I, I read my notes off my iPad, uh -huh. and I just got an alert from YouTube uh -huh. um, that says that Philip DeFranco just posted a video, a short, called Shakira Could Be Going to Jail for Years, and I have no context on any of that. Get to go watch that later. <laughs> well, should we do a live reaction to it now during the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Uh, so, Egwene leaps out of Tarbalon, uh, and she's like, yo... They almost saw me. Why do you think Egwene doesn't just talk to a, uh, um, to the girls? Because Egwene is not supposed to be there, right? Yeah, but how many other secrets do th th these girls are nothing but secrets with each other? Yeah, but Egwene doesn't trust anybody right now, and it's really That's frustrating. Right. She trusts she trusts Rand weirdly. Not really. No, she she's she wants something from him, and she goes about it literally <laughs> the completely wrong way. Like I was like, Egwene, you are smarter than that. I don't know. I feel like she trusts him. I don't. I, I. I. think she like knows she needs to manipulate him a little bit to get what she wants. But I feel like Rand is kind of the one person. I, you, she's the one person who isn't like. Stop constant. manipulating Rand. Well, yeah, but. He knows. He he fucking knows. Like. Uh, everyone's gonna manipulate Rand in this series. I think we need to stop dying on that hill. No, but I mean, like, I want Egwene and him to be friends again, mm -hmm. and they're not, and it's frustrating for me. Glad Kalinana, and thank you for that super chat, Melbourne, Melbourne. Is, is there's no R in I, I found out there's no R in Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, it's just Melbourne. Oh. Uh, coffee, culture, and food. Wow, Glenn taking a fat dump on Sydney right now. <laughs> is there anyone from Sydney in the chat who wants to fight? Fight with Glenn? No, we're kidding. Um, uh, we'll make it. We'll make it out there one day. Thank you for that, Glenn. Uh, mm -hmm. So Egwene. Uh, oh, the oh. So it's time for Smut Corner, yeah. uh, but not us. But not our Smut Corner. This is Robert Jordan's Smut Corner. Literally, Egwene is floating in a sea of stars, and she's like, these are people's dreams. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? And then she gets sucked into a dream, and she's like, ah, stop it. Like, she literally, like, floats towards it. It's like, I can't. I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Gets sucked into this dream, and guess whose freaking dream it is? I don't guess. We all we all know. Everyone here knows. Go win. Ida says Norway is the best place for coffee. Thank you for uh, Ooh, that super chat. Thank you, Ida. For we that have super a coffee chat. fight going on in the chat. A coffee fight. Glenn oh, no. gave me another super chat for pronouncing it right. Pronounced it right. This Good is job. why I this is why I pay attention to other people's cultures so that they feel seen and then they give me money. <laughs> Wow. Um, <clears throat> it was all a ploy. David McGarry says, uh, Egwene is sucked off into a sex dream. And that uh, is basically. just facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So Egwene basically, uh, she runs away from the girls and she's floating in stars. And she's like looking at people's dreams. She sees Rand's, it's warded. She sees some other Aes Sedai, they're warded. Yeah. And then she sees a dream and she's like, I know that dream, but I don't. But also it's getting bigger. And it's then bigger uh, and Obi -Wan bigger. Kenobi over her shoulder goes, that's no moon. It's a space station. <laughs> ah, it's oh too God. big to be a space station. And then, uh, oh, we're caught in a tractor beam, and she gets pulled in. <clears throat> uh, and then she she wakes up in a dream, and she hears this heavy breathing that's like. Oh my god! It's Wayne. I am your future husband. <laughs> And uh, so Rand is there, and she's like, "What the fuck is Rand doing here?" Rand's like tied up. This is real kinky. No, she's tied up. 
Oh, sorry. She's, she's tied, up. tied up and Rand is there. Rand she's is like, there. Why? Rand wouldn't want to hurt me. This is weird. Godwin shows up and yeah. she's like, threesome? And Godwin kills Rand, cuts off his head. Literally kills Rand and she's like, this is like too real. Yeah. And then um, they bone. Yeah. They they full on. Uh, and Nynaeve, or uh, uh, Gwen is trying to get out and she can't get out. And so she's like, well, if I can't leave, might yeah, as well. Might as well. Just, uh, if you can't use magic. Have an orgasm. Yeah, if you can't, yeah, if you can't use magic to get out, you get have an orgasm. Kenny Theology, thank you for that super <laughs> thank chat. You for that super chat. Alana appears large to get the two rivers girls under control after Rand scares them. That is true. She does appear large. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not like forty feet large, but yeah, no, you are right. Yeah, she does fill up you are the right. space. Vale, I am your daddy. I don't know. I don't know if the daddy thing is a is a wheel of time thing. I think that's. <laughs> That's a third age thing. I'm pretty sure Eliana called uh, Luce Theron daddy, but I don't know if that made it into the world after the breaking. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so yeah, so it, it's funny because, like, Gowan is, like, trying all these different ways of trying to, like, tell her that he likes her. Mm-hmm. And it does the, like, flicker thing. Well, it rewinds. Yeah, yeah. I hope I, I want them to actually just full-on use the rewind effect from, like, old TVs yeah, yeah. for this moment on the show. yeah. Um, also, this this scene in the show is going to be so much spicier. Oh, because yeah. they they're they're not. This isn't weirdly. Egwene, this is Egwene losing her virginity. Yes, but not with her like physical body. It's weird. Okay, but like I don't understand how that Egwene works. loses her virginity here. Yes, yeah. Gawain doesn't because Gawain is in a dream, but Egwene is in her own head, right? So this is the first time Egwene. F- Forks. Forks. Right? Uh, but in the show, Egwene's no virgin. No, she's not. And so um, in order to impress her in his dreams, Gawain's going to have to go for it. You know what I mean? Gawain's going to have to pull out the stops. Yeah, it's going to have to get real spicy. It's going to have to get real um, spicy. And they cast a real handsome boy as Gawain. Like, this scene's going to it's going to hit. Thank you for that super chat. Thanks for noticing the senpai. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, Gawain in the show is hot. Very, very attractive. Nemsi says the show will probably have a Gwen doing Gawain with a strap on. I'm, I'm here for that. Honestly, I like, um, uh, I love that Gawain in his own dreams is like very plain and ordinary looking. Like he doesn't think much of himself. Yeah, because he even in his dreams he's like, ah, oh, you'd rather be with Galad. Yeah, it's like this is so. Adeline colon, I did not pronounce that right. Super chat. Thanks for Montreal for this great podcast. No, thank you. Thank you. Controversial opinions after book ten. Egwene is my fave Supergirl. Let's go. Asmodee is my fave Forsaken. Matt isn't in my top five, and I think book three is the worst one. Spicy takes in the chat. Let's go. I love a spicy take. Thank you for having a spicy take that doesn't have any spoilers in it. Now fight. Um, uh, <laughs> although now I really wonder if Asmodian is dead. I think he's dead. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Asmodian, I think, was a really cool concept and idea, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So uh, mm-hmm. post-coitus, we cut over to Nynaeve. Uh, actually, pre-coitus, because uh, Robert Jordan does, a, a, does, a, does a, a gentleman's fade to black here. Yes. Um. And you know they have to warm up because it's Egwene's a virgin. Yeah. So, yeah. Get it easy. Think about that super chat. That's Thank your you shirt. Chat. When you can't use magic, have an orgasm. Well, I'm working on it. Working and then on it's it. and then the magic wand is a, a, a magic wand. It, it's gonna be funny. Just give me a minute. Um Nynaeve is sitting on a stool. It's gonna be funny. Trying to stay awake. Mm-hmm. And uh suddenly everything falls to shit. Yeah. They are under attack. From the household items. Yes. Um the pots and pans and chamber pots and the mm-hmm. The beds and everything just 
lose themselves. I don't understand how they know it's like a bubble of evil. Because they felt it ripple through before. That's yes. why no one else knows. Because they have felt the sensation. Because remember when they were in the Stone of Tear, there was like a... It, it was like the Dark the dark one's taint but on everything yeah like there was a feeling of the miasma pushing through this bubble this this fart of the dark one passing through the taint into their lives yeah and so i think that the two girls who are it has to be a feeling thing because the two girls who are at the stone of tear both go oh it's it's this yeah uh, it, they just immediately know yeah. they don't have to see anything they don't have to do anything they just know immediately right yeah and so it has to be some sort of feeling or inherent Thing that is a part of it yeah it has to be because they just they just know like they, they're they immediately there's no like question about it they're very intent on like it, it is a fact yeah, yeah. um mm -hmm. and uh yeah and so so they run out and um uh not a lot they don't run out right away they, they have to like fight in their own rooms they run into the the, the room next door the room where the girls are being choked by the bed sheets yeah because they're they're like Honestly, thank God for Theodrin. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is one of those scenes where I'm like, oh, making Nynaeve Tavirin makes sense. I don't Egwene? like. I I know I don't like that they made Egwene Tavirin. Nynaeve is not Tavirin. I know, but she should be. Oh. I think things would make more sense if Nynaeve was Tavirin. Oh, interesting. Like I feel like I, I I kind of like now now that we're we're at in the books, I like the idea of one of the girls being Tavirin. I don't like it being like Egwene. Mm -hmm. I would have liked it more if it was Nynaeve. Yeah, I agree. And I think that in the show, it would have made sense too because she's not from Emmons Field in the show. Yeah. She like comes from somewhere else. Yeah. And I think the idea of her being a Tavirin that gets pulled to Emmons Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not important. The point is that Theodrin keeps her awake so that she's able to save these lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all makes sense. Yeah. And we get our, uh, our first instance in the book anyways of mm -hmm. the... Um, the connecting of the power between people. Um, the, is this the first time women have linked? In the books, I think so. They've talked about it a lot. No, the, no, no. There was linking in... Um, no, there's been linking before. Really? Cause, yeah, because there was linking... When when they healed Matt, the, the women uh, who were surrounded Matt linked to heal him from the daggers Yes, but thing. we didn't get the POV of the feeling of the link. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We, yeah, they watched the other Aes Sedai do the thing. Mm -hmm. They weren't, like, involved in it. They didn't feel the sensation of it. Yes, That's yes. interesting. I hadn't thought about that. But, yeah, it is, this is the first time we get an internal POV of that. And it is beautiful. Yeah, that, that's what I'm, I mean. I'm we, amazed they don't link all the time. We've seen linking. But, like, this is the first time we as a reader, reader have experienced linking. I um, kind of wish, I kind of wish we had more drug imagery around the, uh, the power. Because they kind of talk about how it's addictive. I, yeah. I, I think it would be interesting to see the effect of that addiction on people more. Yeah. I feel like everyone is so... All the people who can channel are so, like, calm and collected after a while. Yeah. And it's interesting to me that we don't see any characters. And maybe it's because addiction to the one power always leads to death. It always leads to burnout. Yeah. But I think that it would be interesting to meet a character. And maybe we will. Obviously, we have a lot of books left. Um, who has maybe had more negative consequences from mm -hmm. the addiction to the power as opposed to what we're seeing from the Aes Sedai, which is this serene kind of, I don't even feel heat or cold. I just kind of like am so calm and above it all. I would like to see someone who's a little bit more like, you know, 
trying yeah. trying not to use the power because or it some, is getting to them. Yeah, or someone who maintains just like the smallest link at all times and it like takes a toll on them. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of feels like what the like no sweating like weather thing is. Mm -hmm. So I guess that we wouldn't we wouldn't get that. Um but yeah, like uh definitely would be interested to see more like negative consequences because they do talk about it very often about how addictive it is. And we see it obviously in the taint and the madness in the male side of the, the power, but um, the seductiveness of the, of the female side of the power, I, I would love to see, yeah, more of that. I think that would be cool. Uh, Samantha A brings up, uh, I think this is why stilled and gentled people die. It's like withdrawal. That's interesting. That never gets better, you yeah. know? I went through withdrawal once. It was not fun. With what? Sugar. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, um, I, when I, when I, when I first like did my weight loss, uh, when I got back from Japan, I was really sick in Japan. It's this whole thing, but it was cause I was overweight and struggling with it. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I went from like drinking two liters of soda every day to having zero sugar in my diet the next yeah. day. And I, I got really like for two weeks, I was just really sick. And I, I went to the doctor and I was like, I don't understand. I'm eating so healthy. Yeah. I'm doing all these things. And I we, we talked for like 10 minutes about my life. And he was like, oh, you're you're in sugar withdrawal. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a thing. It's not a drug. And he was like, oh, no, it is. It is. You you can't just cut it out and not. Your body your body has a craving. Yeah. You're not satisfying it. And so your body's like, your sensory stuff is going crazy. Yeah. And um, it was just really interesting. I, I didn't expect that that would be part of... It was really rough. It was really, really bad. Yeah, it's awful. And I, now I can't drink soda. Like, I can't have that much sugar or else I get sick. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, your body's like, whoa, this is actually not great. I, I've yeah. cut sugar out twice. And it's always the first couple of days to a week are horrendous. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's tough. Um, Josh, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, I said temperament despite their addiction kind of checks out for me. Wine moms. Wine moms. <laughs> they are all wine moms. Oh my god. Yeah, that no, that's that's totally. Now weird. I want them to bring in the cast of the Desperate Housewives to be the um Saladar Isodai. Oh my god. No, they're the they're the White Tower. They're the Red Aja. No, the Desperate they're Housewives the are wine great. Aja. The Desperate Housewives are all that show's fantastic. I've never seen it. It's, it's, I've never watched it. Like, if you were to go, like, the if I was going to cast, like, a group of housewives from television as the White Tower Red Aja Elitist team, I would go with a, like, Real Housewives cast. Oh, okay, sure. I Desperate just, Housewives Desperate Housewives was fantastic. Great show. Really, like, honestly, really, really great show. It. Yeah. Um, it was one of, like, the few representations of, like, middle-aged women that actually allows them to be, like... <laughs> full three-dimensional humans the way they are in real life right um and and more than one right sometimes there's like the one woman that you're like oh yeah they allowed a 45 year old woman to be a 45 year old woman desperate housewives allowed them all to do it that's fine it was a re it was a really really great show i've never seen it um, uh, i like the real housewives of salad bar the that's real cool. housewives of salad bar. we should make that show uh, we should make that shirt the real <laughs> yeah yeah just a glass of and wine it's just shirium and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i love it <laughs> Okay. All right. We need to we need to keep moving. Sorry. Yeah. We're an yeah. hour and fourteen minutes in. We've done three what? chapters. I mean, these were the heavier ones. I think. No, we still haven't gotten to Ran being attacked. We still haven't gotten to I love you. Oh my god, you guys! This show has the 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 construction ruined me, and I'm off the rails. Um. So yeah. So they fight off the dark ones, taint bubble, Here's and a, a bunch of the soldiers die, unfortunately, because there were there are no ice there to save them, and there were weapons flying around. But they link. 
they link and then one person is batting down um like pots and pans and shit and i just feel like they should have not linked yeah i think it would have been better to just because it's not like the the action of what they're doing doesn't take a lot of power yes and so it's a bunch of actions you would think that like link two at a time and then knock down pots and pans and stuff so that's why this is another failing of the Aes Sedai right Anaya is like oh no we have had a plan for when Samael attacks and Nynaeve is mm-hmm. like this isn't Samael and in, in, in Anaya does not believe her she thinks they're about to fight the Forsaken right which is why she kind of like preemptively links mm-hmm. right she's like oh crap we are going to need all the, like, manpower that we can get. She doesn't understand it's literally pots and pans flying around. I, I agree. I think if they had individually gone off and been able to stop the items from attacking people, um, mm-hmm. that it, it would have been better. But, yeah, they thought it was a forsaken attack, and she's like, we have a plan, and she's so cocky and sure of herself, and Nynaeve is like, okay, I'm telling you that's not what it is, but here we go. Um, I, I, I actually thought that that was really fascinating. <laughs> And, God, sometimes the Aes Sedai are so dumb. They don't like to listen to anybody. Uh, so before we move on to the next chapter, I do want to bring up Nicola's... Um, uh, in the middle of all of this attack, Nicola mm-hmm. has a prophecy. Yes. So let's talk about it. Uh, Nicola spoke, sounding half asleep. Mm-hmm. The lion sword, the dedicated spear, she who sees beyond, three on the boat, and he who is dead yet lives... The great battle done, but the world not done with battle. The land divided by the return, and the guardians balance the servants. The future teeters on the edge of a blade. Yeah, so we get a reflection of this, actually, um, with Rand mm-hmm. and his school buddy. Uh, his researcher guy starts with an H. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. We get a reflection of that where he's like, you know what? I don't think that the last battle is... T- t- um, Tom and Gaiden? That's the one. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's like, I, I don't think that those are the same. And Rand's like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. That's so silly. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think so. And I think that that is a strong parallel to what we get here, um, you know, halfway across the world, which is really cool, is that the the, the last battle done, but the world not done with battle. Like, um, I think that the finale of the books is going to be a more intricate, smaller scale of the the aftermath of, like, the war of like the of the big battle mm. and and trying to pick the pieces and put them back together. Can I can I make a prediction for what the final sentence of the books is? Sure. Can I make a bold prediction? A bold prediction. This is <clears throat> end of memory of light. N- not not like any like like pro or epilogue kind. You know how like he sometimes has like a poem from the Corinthian cycles. Not Corinthian cycles. The yeah. Corinthian cycles is a real thing. Um. Can I predict the final line? The final line. Let's go for it. Y'all take notes. <clears throat> it wasn't the end, but it was an end. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. It wasn't the end, but it was an end. I'm calling it right now. It is what? It is August 5th, 2022. We're not going to finish these books for like a year from now. Yeah. So, uh. But. I think I, I I genuinely predict that. Yeah. I, I think like and the reason I predict it is because of the the moment in the library with the guy being like, This is what's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Um, and that there will be another and so I literally think and and Yeah. Yeah. Cause it cause it's a reflection because it's a wheel and it's always like it wasn't the beginning, but it was a beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna go 
full fucking full fucking circle and then we're gonna end with it was an end and I'm gonna cry <laughs> and I'm gonna be like a mess for like three days yeah guys when we're finished this series we're gonna need a week to recover I'm calling it right now okay so let's do this who's the lion sword the lion sword I think is um Gawain oh I thought it was Gareth Brine interesting Gawain makes sense or it could so be does, Galad so does Gareth Brian. here's the yeah. thing no I I do not think it's Galad only because Galad was born beforehand right like um Gawain is his entire life is to be basically the protector of Elaine that is his whole it, it being mm-hmm. and he so he is kind of the lion's sword that makes sense so that's why I think it's Gawain personally huh. um okay who's the dedicated spear the dedicated spear might be Avienda. Oh, oh no! I'm so dumb. Unless it's Matt. No, it's what? it's not. Let me read it. Let me the lion sword is Elaine. The dedicated spear is Avienda, and she who sees beyond is Min. It's 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 Rand's three oh, women. Oh, um, Rand's three, three on the boat, and he who is dead is Matt. He was dead yet. Let's it's see Rand's it three women and Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't. Yeah, the lion sword. I, it's man. it's a lane. It's it's the three women. Oh, of course. It's oh my god. It's so obvious now. Yeah. Great battle done, but the world not done with battle. Do you think that like Rand is like kind of like out of commission, and that it's the four of them who actually wrap up the books? <gasps> no, it's a prediction for the end of this book. This book? Yes, the the three the three women because mm-hmm. I've been saying since last book I've been saying since the full book recap Rand is getting like kidnapped or something because yes, there's been did. too many hints about the reason I think that is there's been too many like playing with Rand uh, with with how the women can control men the the Adam that ship captain has the like there's just been so much talk about these ways to take a man off the board uh-huh. I think Rand is gonna get kidnapped mm-hmm. and the rescuing party will be his three ladies. And Matt. I'm going to counter you. Okay, let's go. And this is a bold prediction because I have absolutely so zero. So this is what what she says is about to be correct. It's okay. The and he who is dead yet lives is going to be Asmodian. Oh fuck! That's my bold prediction. <laughs> is that he's not actually gone? I don't know. I think Asmodian's dead. I do. I genuinely like. I, I feel like it's I do as said. well. I it's know. A, that's why I say it's a bold. I have. Li- I, it is literally a swing and probably a huge miss. I just. I think it's funny if it. If it were him, because I. Because I really like him as a character. Anyways, um, yes, the he who is dead yet lives. I. I. I think the most obvious choice is Matt for sure. But I think Asmodian would be really cool because then the girls ha- would know who he is. Like he would have. I don't know. There would have to be some like really cool plot stuff for this mm. to happen, but and that that's what I want it to be. Because here's the thing: Matt is so far away fighting battle. Like I I don't know. I, it would be harder, yeah. I think, for Matt potentially. Um, Remember when we said there wasn't much to talk about this chapter, and we're ninety minutes in, and we've, we're well, on the third chapter. So there's actually a lot of prophecies and dreams and predictions in this section. I so know, we I know actually stuff. do have a lot. To talk we should about. have moved quicker at the beginning. I did not realize it was going to be the land divided by the return is obviously uh, Rand land falling apart by the return of the Aiel, right? No, no, it's um the Sanchen. The return, the return is the oh, name the of the return. It's yes, the return. It's yes. capital R return, uh, which is because the Sanchin have landed in Tanchico. Yeah, which 
Um, if you look at the map of Randland, guys, right. maps. Aiel don't use them, but nerdy fucking Knightly does. Yeah. Okay. Um, which get, which is gonna get into an Egwene thing in a second that I want to bring up. Okay. But okay. um, if you look at a map, Tenchiko's like kind of in the middle on the bottom, and so I think the Sanchen are literally like a spear point driving up through the middle of Randland, and mm. that is the return dividing the land. Right. Okay. 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 And the guardians balance the servant. It's Sean Bean. Sean Bean has lived and died many times. It is definitely Sean Bean. You are correct. Um, I, if they got Sean Bean to play as Modian, I would be so happy. And he just dies like almost immediately. It would bring not, me so much joy. I think he's not like, I don't know. He's a little too like, I don't know. I couldn't see Sean Bean as his Modian. I would, I'm, I would I'm love that. I'm telling you right but... now. If you got Sean Bean to play a harp and sing for me, my panties would be moist. Fair enough. You know I would be fair. dripping. <laughs> All right, so the guardians balance the servants. Is that also a Sanchin thing, do you think? The guardians balance the servants. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. That's the one part of it that I have no idea. Uh, the future teeters on the edge of a bleed. I mean, obviously, that's, that's just true. Just, that that's just, just a statement. A truth, yeah. <laughs> Sean Bean is Bellal. <laughs> he shows up and he's done. That would be fun, that actually. Would, that would be great. That would be really good. Yeah. Sean Bean could also be a really good Raven. Yeah. Like, Sean Bean, Sean, like, no joke, Sean Bean would crush Raven. He yeah. might be a... You know what? If you were to, like, do a little bit of CGI on his face to make him look like he has that I said I agelessness... The agelessness, yeah. He kind of... Sean Bean would be perfect for Raven. Uh, Glenn, thank you for so much for that super chat. Uh, you use the maps, but not the glossary. That is true. We do not read the glossary. The glossary is dark and full of spoilers. Yeah, the glossary is 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 spoiler territory. So, so. Egwene, throughout this section, Egwene, you, is, Egwene is talking about how she doesn't know where Saladar is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why doesn't Egwene just look at the maps? And then they're like, oh, the Aiel don't use maps. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Egwene literally can't look at a map for where Saladar is because <laughs> she doesn't have maps. Oh, right, because the Aiel literally don't have Don't them. use them. Yep. And also she's trying to find it in the dream world and it's not necessarily in the same place, but like... That doesn't really make sense to me, but whatever. We'll move on from it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Egwene wakes up. She has breakfast. She eats two bowls of porridge. Wow. The, uh, the wise women are very happy. <laughs> um, and uh, she she uh, she remembers her dreams from the night before. Yeah. Because after she had the sex with Gawain. The sex. Uh, she had a dream of, uh, she had a couple of dreams. She dreams <laughs> of Perrin. With a hawk and falcon on his shoulders and a wolf at his feet. Which we've kind of Who seen is before. the hawk? The hawk is, is that Bear Lane. Lane? You think that she's gonna come back into yes, Perrin's story because, here? Because because her like her sigil thing is a hawk. Mm -hmm. Literally. Um and uh, she's and, and in the in the in the vision from before, the hawk is trying to like put a like collar, I think, on the um on Perrin. Mm -hmm. Um Yes, and we know Berylane is kinky. That's true. Um, so, yes, I, she's do into think, it. I think she's the hawk. Another dream of Perrin is him running away from his axe, but it keeps following him. That's just a, a, a his life. taint bubble. Uh, then she dreams of Matt speaking the old tongue. That's that just happens. him all the time. Yeah. And sees two ravens on his shoulders, talons digging into his flesh. Do you think the ravens are, um, like, representations of the elfin, eelfin people? Maybe. Aren't the ravens on the spear? Yeah, that's why I'm saying like that the digging like the 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 people beyond the veil of the Telerand like, of the Tyrangrail are like digging in. Mm. Other than that, I don't know who the other ravens are, unless ravens are something to do with the nine moons. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. But she mm -hmm. also sees a shrouded woman beckoning him into danger. 
Who's, Matt? Yeah, who's beckoning Matt into danger? Definitely the person he's supposed to marry. Interesting. I was thinking it might be like Grendel or Semirage. Semirage. Hmm. Like the his next Forsaken after he helps take down Samael, who is going to die in this book, right? Ah. Uh, this truce bullshit, not true. Oh, the truce is obviously bullshit, yeah. but I don't know if he dies this one. Uh, um, her dreams shift to Rand. She sees Elaine forcing him to his knees. Elaine, Min, and Avienda around him. Hot. Do you think that uh, Elaine forces Rand to his knees? She bonds him. Do you think so? Yeah. She has said that is her one goal in life. Yeah, but like, how does that work? Rand. Like, is, does, does Alana die? Or No, does... I think she, I think she, she spanks Alana until she changes the bond like Moraine did with Lan. But then is it forcing Rand to his knees or is it just like a like transfer of ownership, right? Do they go down to the DMV with the, like, God, bill of that's sale? that's so weird. I, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. We know it has been implied that Aes Sedai can kind of control their warders. And I think I don't, that... I've never seen them control their warders. No, but we know it's possible. And... I don't know. I don't think it is with Rand. I think that his power would supersede that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like uh, she's not going to be able to use a compulsion on him, right? He would break it. And so I no, think not that compulsion. I think that the the warder bond is different. But I think I that the warders how. that we've seen listen to their Sedai because of a level of respect and like duty mm-hmm. to their Sedai. I think that like Lan feels like the the duty is heavier than a mountain. No, I'm gonna add a small corner. Rain. I think that Rand is a sub. I think that Rand, Rand is, is a sub and Elaine is a Rand dom. is not a sub. He ha- no, he's one of those CEOs who has to make too many decisions, no. and in his sex life, he's like someone just fucking peg me. Like Rand, Rand is Rand is not a sub. Rand does not Rand like being told sub. what to do. At, at at all. Okay, but he doesn't. But he no no. He, but it's not about. It's not that he. It's not that he has to be in control. It's that he legitimately does not like being told what to do. Okay. And he has trust issues. But neither do I. We're not getting into that here. <laughs> Because that's I'm not saying, true. That I'm isn't saying, true. You love being told what to do. No, I don't. No. If I know choice, I can't I know bring has- up proof because it's too shaming. Like, I, we can't talk about this because I, I, like, we can't reveal things on the podcast. You should not have brought yourself into this. I'm just saying, I, I get it. Rand you do definitely not get is it. You and Rand are very different. Wow. You know what, though? I bet Rand turns off the lights before he goes to bed. So... I, only because he doesn't want to see Avienda naked, okay? <laughs> Where are we? Guys, this show's a mess. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> the construction threw us off. Um, yeah, so we're at chapter 15, and um, Elena's embassy leaves. There's a whole thing mm-hmm. where yeah. they're like, okay, bye, peace out. Um, and, uh, and, and no information is given. Mm-hmm. We know that they're, they've asked for more time to, like, consider the proposal. Yeah. Um... And that, that's about it. There's really, like, not a lot of information given to anyone in this moment. I think everyone's a little pissed about it. But Nynaeve and Elaine do approach them about going to Ebudar, and they yeah. say, uh, no. They say no, and the girls let them have it, and then they have to scrub pots mm-hmm. yeah. again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's basically what happens. And uh, Nynaeve, guys, Nynaeve apologizes for losing her temper. What the yeah. fuck is this book? Yeah. I think Robert Crazy. Jordan. I think Robert Jordan read the the criticisms of Fires of Heaven. 
I no no I'm I'm you not I'm not to kidding. Our podcast no, I I actually think because I've read the reviews of the book mm-hmm. and the uh, even all the way back to when Fires of Heaven came out, the number one criticism of that book that I've seen online in reviews of it is that the Nynaeve and Elaine stuff is not it, it didn't go over well with people. I think he probably just meant for it to go that direction, anyways. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, but it does it does this it just feels like she is actually like a character who learns from her own mistakes in this book mm-hmm. in a way that this is what I wanted from her. Yes. And I, I just feel like they spent so much time with her last book not learning this lesson, but I feel like the incidents that should have led to her learning this lesson were more apparent in the last book than in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, less is happening here. Yeah. Uh, and so that's... It, it's just it's just what I find interesting about it. Yeah. I, I feel like if some of this had started a little bit earlier... The fires. I would have enjoyed Fires of Heaven more. I also think that it might be uh, her also trying to like take down her block. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true too. Right, like trying to trying to detach herself from like being angry all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So I think I think yeah. I think it is an accumulation of like a lot of things. But it was very nice to see. So thank you for that. I think it also helps that Nynaeve and Elaine's story arc in this book has. A purpose mm-hmm. whereas like in fires of heaven it really is just spinning the wheels trying to get to salad bar yeah and i think the worst part the, the hardest thing in terms of writing for fires of heaven is that for a lot of the book nynaeve and elaine just don't know where they're going mm-hmm. like literally they're just waiting for a nynaeve to remember the name of the city yeah and so the book the, their their chapters just have this sort of like spinning in place kind of feel to it because they're they're just kind of like getting through the days until Nynaeve remembers a word. Yeah. Um, whereas in this book, there's a lot more narrative motion in what they are actively trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And there are more consequences in their immediate vicinity for failing to keep the lies up and and, and failing to keep all of these plates spinning. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's inherently more interesting here than it was for me in Fires of Heaven. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I... I'm enjoying Nynaeve's story a lot this book. Yes, yeah. yes. I No, I, I'm 100% with you. Um, if you, too, are enjoying the growth, smash that like button. Yeah, smash it. Smash. Yeah. Um, just rub your taint all over it. That's not... No. So, uh, yeah, we go to Saladar. They're not allowed to go to Abu Dar. And then... Um, yeah. Uh, we get a little bit of Shariam right at the end here. Uh-huh. And just a little bit. Don't, I don't know why this is here. I mean, neither. <laughs> I genuinely read it, and I was like... I, I wasn't able to infer anything from it. I read it a couple times, and I was like... Yeah, we knew they don't know what they're... Like, there, yeah. there was no new information in it. Yeah. I guess it was confirmation of what we already knew, but, like... Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, Shariam's, like, eh, don't know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. I tried to find something in this, like, little paragraph, and I was like... <sighs> Me too. I really did. I, I was like... I read a few times. I was like, yeah, there's no, nothing I, here. Yeah, yeah. Chapter 16, the tellings of the wheel. Oh, my God, we have to move. We, we got Rand. Um, we do. Rand... Rand finds out that Tigranin is is his mom. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, that woman ran away around the same time my mom showed. Yes. Guys, Tigrain's he he leaps, he leaps from Tigrain ran away to Tigrain is my mom so fast. It's funny because like we already knew it. But like I don't know. Yeah, Rand is very like Yeah. No, but he just he he We knew it, but Rand goes. I accept this wholeheartedly, and I have no doubts. Just so quickly. Well, and I love that he has a panic attack. 
later. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically like, I'm not related to Elaine, right? I'm not dreaming about my sister naked, right? Thank God. Um, I'm glad that that was included in the book. Here's the thing. People keep telling him that that's who he looks like. Yeah. So I, I get it. I get that, like, jump to that conclusion. It... Like, cause, uh, cause people wouldn't keep saying it if it wasn't that. I don't know. It's it just, not that far fetched for me. It just is interesting now that he has a claim to the throne and he knows it. Yeah. And he's still, he's like, he's like, I don't care. There, he's like, oh, no one can find out because yeah. I do not want. Everyone is like accusing him. Morghese uh, uh, is accusing him of wanting to be king of Andor. Elaine is upset with him for wanting to be king of Andor. And secretly, like, he has a claim to it, and he's like, nah, he's I'm like good. no, nah, I don't nah. want it. I also love that his interactions with the um, Camelin nobles are very different than the ones from the other places, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are very, they, you know, they they're not trying to be like sneaky and plotting. They're they're very straightforward, and it was a really nice breath of fresh air. And the others, I love that the others are like supporting this one as like they're next in line for the throne. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. It's a it's Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rand is like, no, this throne is for Elaine. Um, I think that it's it's really fascinating, and I wonder I wonder if any of I wonder if any of that is like Robert Jordan's commentary on like uh, like a woman queen versus like a male king, <laughs> like I, how things mm. were run and and shaped. Um, just because I don't know. like I yeah I don't know I don't know either I thought it I thought it was people, interesting. Pe- people in the chat are saying Andor doesn't have kings. Andor has queens. That is yeah. true, but Rand, um, he—I don't know if you guys know this, but he is the Dragon Reborn. Yeah, and he breaks things everywhere he goes. Yeah, and he Raven also, was also the king for a bit, like. Oh uh, yeah. Also, Andor literally just had a king for yeah. like the last six months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right, and I think that Rand wants to keep that tradition going. Mm-hmm. But without a doubt, R- Rand changes the political structure of literally every place he goes to. Yeah. He broke the Aiel. He broke Kyrian. He broke Tyr. Yeah. Like, Rand... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but Rand has literally become the ruler of every single place he's been. Pretty much, yeah. Except Falma. Alien he's not the ruler of Falma yet. No, Alien is next. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. And then we get a weird messenger. Yeah. Samael wants a truce, and then the, Rand's like, no, and the guy blows up. Yeah, basically. Cool. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think Samuel wanted a truce. Um, hey, uh, hey, Rafe, buddy, my good old pal, do this practically. Please. <laughs> we saw Please. we saw what melty human looks like uh in CGI on Miss Marvel recently. Please do this practically. It's gonna look better. Yeah. Don't don't do CGI. Do hire a cool monster shop and do do this explosion practically, because A, I wanna see it, and B yeah. Practical human melting is better than than CGI human melting uh, ten <laughs> times out of ten. Yeah, really blow someone up. No, 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 no. Do not murder, Rafe. The show <laughs> will get canceled, and then I won't get any more of it, which means I won't get more Daniel Henney's land, and that would be a tragedy. Uh, true. Do this practically. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. I'll do it. I, I will show up. I will. I will melt a, a plastic body, and like it, it'll look red. Yeah. Yeah, we love uh, we love practical human melting. Yeah, we do we do love practical human melting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nerdy nightly, we love practical human melting. Guys, I don't know what the problem is. Indiana Jones is like perfect. The Raiders of the Lost Ark melting looks great to this day. Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark holds up. Oh yeah. That movie is so well shot. I it is definitely a fun watch for sure. 
Um, yes, no murder. <laughs> no actual melting of humans. Um, yeah. You know who would be a, gay, a great Gareth Bryan? He's probably too old now, but would have been a great Gareth Bryan like 10 years ago. Harrison Ford. Hey, Swana. Why, why aren't you coming out? You didn't fulfill You know who he could be now? He could be Tom Marilyn if Tom Marilyn wasn't already cast. <laughs> he's he's not limber at all. Fair. He, there, I, he the man, now. The no, man has, has crashed two planes. Tom the man has, has crashed two planes and survived both of them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He could be Nile. Harrison Ford is Taviran. Pedro Nile. Harrison Ford has to be Taviran. Yes. He literally was making a fucking cabinet for George Lucas. A cabinet. He was building a cabinet and got cast as Indiana Jones. And then he crashed two planes and survived both of them. Yeah, Harrison Ford is Tavirin. He was he he's either Tavirin or he's Jesus, because he's a carpenter who got it all. God damn dude. <gasps> wow. <laughs> so oh, Jesus. um incredible. That's kind of that. That's what happened. Rand is like, okay, we're going to... So the guy blows up. Rand is like, oh, that was weird. Let's go to Kyrian because yeah. I got to get away from Alana. That girl is in my head. She's in my head. Uh, chapter 17, The Wheel of a Life. Rand uh, goes to Kyrian. Yeah, and uh, finds out that uh, Mangan walks up to him and is like, yo, dude, I murdered a dude for pretending to be a chief. And Rand is like, god damn it, man. No, not for pretending to be a chief. For getting a tattoo. He wasn't like, yeah, I'm a clan chief, har, har, har. He got a tattoo. Yeah, but the, but the tattoo is, like, it, it's a religious symbol. Yes, but the fucking wetlanders don't know that. That has never stopped humanity from murdering each other in the past. Sure. I'm just saying, I think I think Mangan went a little overboard. A little, little bit. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't think he went, I don't, I, I don't think this is... Outside the realm of what human beings do. I think that there are sure. tattoos that people have killed over in the past. And there will be tattoos that people kill over in the future. Yeah. Because there are some symbols that you do not put on your body. Yeah. In Japan. A lot of people don't get tattoos because of all, yeah. the history of tattoos being a Yakuza practice. Yeah. Like I, when, I went to, um, when I went to the bathhouse in Japan, I had to cover this with a band-aid. Because I wasn't allowed to have an exposed tattoo in the onsen. Yeah. Um, in, Ob in Odaiba. Yeah. Um, and so, like, tattoos uh, historically mean a lot of things. Look at the... Um, uh, the Maori? Yeah, what, what is it called? Um, I'm not sure what it, they it is, are called. But... It isn't a tattoo, right? Yeah. It's not, like, a fun thing that they do. It is a spiritual practice that really matters to them. And yeah. you don't just do that kind of art on your face because it is so disrespectful. And so it, this this is a similar situation where there the for for Mangan this guy putting that on his forearm is similar to putting the uh, a Maori um yeah uh face oh, tattoo on 100%. Right? Uh is it justification for murdering people? Uh no. Especially when moko, they don't thank know. You, yeah, it's a moko. When when they they don't know what they're doing is wrong in that way or what it means to the Aiel. Um I do like the mm -hmm. what Mimang says that a fake tattoo started the Shido war. Literally. A fake tattoo star. Kool oh, literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, The fake tattoo. How many yeah. How many thousands of people have died because Kooladin got a fake tattoo, yeah. right? So Which I... He, he, I don't... Does Kooladin know that Asmodian gave it to him? Or does he think that he actually got them? 
Or de- he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. I guess we'll never find out. I actually don't know. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I can't. Does he know it came from a Forsaken? Yeah, does he know where the tattoos <laughs> came from? Um, but yeah, it, it was... He doesn't one- know much. His head is on a It spike. was one of those moments where I'm like, look, he had a right to be pissed off for mm-hmm. sure, right? But these people are so ignorant. They're like trying to take up Gieto, however you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're, they're trying to... Um, they, they are trying to emulate the Aiel in a way that they don't understand what they're really doing and they don't understand why it would upset them, right? Like, they they, mm. they are literally, like, kind of blundering children. And this guy got a tattoo either because he thought it was cool or because, like, he, I, I, I don't know. He probably just thought it was cool. He was like, this is what the Aiel do, and then was showing it off drunk to his friends yeah. and then got murdered for it. Like, you know, obviously that's not cool. Um, but but we do see this, right? Like this happens in cultures in our world all the yeah. time. There, there, there have been uh, so many documented cases of like the culture of the, the even after the, the, the winners of the war have left their occupation of the country, um, there's like an obsession with their culture. Yeah. Right. That follows mm-hmm. in, in the country that they've invaded or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense what's happening. Honestly, I love the storytelling of the um, Kyrians picking up Aiel culture. Yeah, because oh, it's they, fascinating. They've been conquered twice by them. And the Aiel hate them. Yeah. So it's literally dressing up as people who would happily slit your throat. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I, I want to I wanna be like one of you. <laughs> Right? I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. I want to walk like you, but talk they, like you. I want to be like you. But the oh, thing is, like, it's true. The Aiel are so complicated, and the Kyrians do not understand Here's what the they're thing. doing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If this was in Camelin, I don't think Fangan would have killed him. I think that you it think is a tree, a tree killer. Yeah, I, I really do think that it it is a different thing for it to, for, for it to be a tree killer to wear it versus... A, a wetlander. A wetlander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I, I think that I think that the Aiel idea of all of the tree killers being as guilty as Lemon mm-hmm. is silly. Well, it's the same problem I have with the white cloaks having their like seven generation tangent, whatever it was, five generation, seven generation yeah. sin rule. What? That's yeah. so fucked up. Like here like here's the thing. Like like 99.9% of the tree killers weren't within, like, a hundred feet of whatever happened. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Why did you choose a hundred feet? Well, I don't know. Like, ten feet. Doesn't matter. They I would say there. I would say that a hundred percent of the people who were within a hundred feet of it aren't around anymore. Well, no. No, I mean, like... A hundred feet is not that far. <laughs> or, like, response... You know what I mean. Like, it was Lamin, and it was one person, and he did a dumb thing... And, like, the Aiel blame the 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 farmers for it. I know, but the number of people who were within a football field of the tree when it was cut down, it's just a a very weird distance that you chose. Well, but, like, there's people that are literally, like, the farmers. Oh, no, I I hear what you're saying. They they don't fucking... They had no hand in it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they, they... They take it to such an extreme that, like, that is... I find the Aiel culture fascinating. I think they're the most interesting people that we've met so far. But mm-hmm. this idea that this one guy did something terrible and that it's everyone's fault for it. For who generations, lived yeah. in this vicinity. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's kind of... The, the, the Aiel are a nightmare. 
The, yeah. Look, they're so fun to read. I would not want to spend any time with them. Yeah. Right? Like, they're they're not a culture of people that I, like, want to hang out with. No, I think they're hilarious, but that's just me. <laughs> no, no, no. Funny. Funny. Yeah. But also, like, if you tell the wrong joke, they will. They might will, die. You, yeah, or they, they will you. just beat you. Yeah. They might just give you a spanking. Like, look, I, <laughs> I'm just not a fan of getting hit by other people very much. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm good. Thanks. They're, yeah. they're so cool. One of the coolest cultures I've ever read in a book, right? Totally, yes. I've literally zero desire to meet any of them. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. As opposed to, like, I would hang out with more gays. She seems chill. Yeah. We would go to the opera together and we would like giggle about it like schoolgirls. Morgase and I would be good friends. I, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Me and me and Morgase would like ham it up. Yeah. I would be her court jester. We'd have a good time. I'd be a little bit jealous of her relationship with Gareth Bryan, but I'd be confused about which one of them I want more. Was jealous of? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'd try do to get I want in Gareth? between them at the same time. Happily. <laughs> Happily. Yeah. Oh god, that would be great. That would um, be fun. Morgase is a Jagerbomb girl. Oh my god. Morgase, I see, and this is why Morgase and I would get along. We'd be dropping them J bombs. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So Rand is like, well, fuck. I like this guy, but he's got to be hanged. And then he gets mad at Bear Lane and Rourke for being like, you guys know what yeah, yeah. the law. Like, why, why do I have to come here and tell you guys to do the thing you knew what to do? So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like brother says, so you would be Tom Marilyn. Yeah. Yeah. One day, one day my mustache will be long enough and I will be Tom Marilyn. Right. Uh, so the good news, mm-hmm. Mangan, Mangan is like, okay, I'll be there. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, he's like, we have- They don't lock him up. So. They, they literally are like, uh, all right, uh, we'll give you a time and place later. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll show up. Don't worry about that. I'm just yeah. going to go back to my- th- I'm going to go keep doing my yell shit until then. Yep. So uh, th- we find out that um, trade is opening back up. So, like, Rand has done some good for the world. Yeah, there are some good things. And there are the sea folk, the Athan, the Athan Mier, yeah. uh, have uh, docked in the harbor. And Rand is like, that's weird. We will deal with that next week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah literally. Uh, and then... Because uh, this is uh, the second time we've seen that. Rand is like, yo, I want to go to school. <clears throat> wanna go. Rand pulls, um, pulls uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> And goes to school. No, that's he does. The, the worst episode from season three. He doesn't actually go. How dare to you school. reference that terrible episode? Yeah, I know you love it so much. I really um, don't. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So Rand goes to the school and he gives a grant to the, the eyeglass guy, which we already talked about. There's some really cool contraptions. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who's making like a steam engine, I think. Which is cool. And the, the, and the guy making this dimension is like, he, he might as well have been like, and this will cause the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, pretty much. It's, his, his like, the, there's a couple of the inventions where like, it's so obvious what they are, but it's so on the nose that yeah. they've like already kind of figured it out and yeah. how important it's going to be for yeah. society. I love that we meet the woman who made the spear, the scorpion spear thrower contraption that we saw at the, yes. in the battle. Mm-hmm. Very cool. She's awesome. I, I like the idea of this school a lot. Me too. I, I, I think it's really cool to have a fantasy show where they actually do kind of take some time to go, hey, the technology advances in societies. Yeah. Because, like, one of my problems with Game of Thrones is that we're going to see House of the Dragon, and I have a feeling the technology between House of the Dragon, based on the suits, the of, suits of armor and the weapons, the swords that we've seen in the, the show... There, there's no um, innovation between House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I find that really strange. Like, if you look back at how weapons change throughout history, you can really see, like, th- you can literally see what, like, 
50-year period swords are from yeah. based on their style. Well, yeah, because you would have swords that would improve, and then you would need to change the armor to mm -hmm. improve to match that. And then the swords would be less effective, so they would use spears or, or crossbows or whatever it was, Well, and, and right? the, the big one for weapon development was um, uh, the English longbow. Because yeah. up, up until the English longbow, so much of warfare was fought with um, plate mail, right? And so the when they developed a bow that could pierce plate mail at a distance, mm -hmm. it became more important to be able to move faster. Yeah. Right? And so plate mail kind of went away in order to be able to be more nimble. And so swords didn't have to cleave through mail anymore. And so everything became a pointy weapon. Yes. And you didn't have the huge Zweihander thingy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so you can... Because they're cumbersome. But yeah. you can literally track how technology changed based on these these developments. It's fascinating. And fantasy worlds that have prequels that are hundreds of years in the past, or or like Randland a little bit, where they're like, Arthur Hawkwing kind of fought with the same stuff as we fight now. Yeah. I, 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 it makes the world feel less real to me. And so this sequence truly, no, and I mean this 100%. Sorry, yeah. Was... This sequence makes Randland one of the most interesting fantasy worlds I've ever read mm -hmm. because it's one of the few that has had the vision to talk about where the world is going mm -hmm. and the, the possibility of in, innovation in the future. Yeah. And I just, I love that. This, this, this is really Robert Jordan being like, hey, look, this is a fantasy world, but it's also real. Yeah. Right? Yes. And that is, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's, it. Yeah, I, I appreciate this touch, you know, and I think that the school is going to be very important later. Obviously, Rand talks to the guy who's studying. Mike, thank you for the Mike, super chat. Mike, thanks for that. Imagine Rand writing the charter of his school saying, I have memories from the Age of Legends here. Several things you should look into. Uh, flying uh, bug vehicles. Do you guys, uh, guys uh, want to build a helicopter? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so we've got we've got what's his, what's his face. I, I, you might have the name there. Um, who has been like studying the the dragon? Fell. What? Fell. Fell. I thought it started with an H. Isn't his name Fell? Herod Fell. Yeah, you're oh, right. You're right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were both right. Yeah. Um, Herod. Yeah, fascinating. He like for, he doesn't realize. He does realize, but he just, like, forgets that Rand is the literal dragon reborn. Dakota, have you guys tried uh, splitting the atom? Yeah. Could you could you get on that for me, please? Um. <laughs> there's there's a moment about that in Sandman. I'm so excited for Sandman, you guys. As soon as this is done, we're going to start recording reactions to that show because I'm so excited. Yeah. But splitting the atom is a really important part of one of one of the characters in Sandman. Oh. Um, and I, oh, I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. Although it probably won't be in season one. Interesting. Um, okay. Um... Uh, yeah, so he's, we already kind of talked about him saying Tarman Gaiden is not the last battle, potentially. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. very interesting. Um, and did he bring up anything else that was, like, very significant? I didn't write down anything else. Um, some people are correcting me on my, like, plate mail longbow timeline. I'm not an expert on this. I want to be really clear. If I, if I'm if I'm if I'm wrong about like the timeline of it, I totally understand that. The point that I'm making isn't about the like literal timeline of it, yeah. but it is about the concept of technology advancing even within like 50 year periods, right? Yeah. And yeah. how um and how important it is to show that within a fantasy world for me to feel like this world actually exists and that there are people actually like trying to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I am not an expert on weapons technology. I just want to be clear. I'm not like making some statement as an expert. Yeah, I'm just yeah, a guy yeah. who enjoys kind of like being on the fringe of learning about it and would love to dive in more into it, but I don't, I don't have time to become an expert. Yeah. If you are an expert in the chat, 
inform us because I, <laughs> I, I, I I'm I'm not I am not gonna die on this hill. I'm probably wrong a little bit, but yeah. the the point is. I, it's a, a compliment for Robert Jordan's writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like it, it brings that element of like realism into it, and 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 makes it a little less like fantastical in that sense, where it's a mm-hmm. bit more relatable. And I think that that's very cool. Um. Um. So Egwene, uh, we cut to Egwene, or no, no, Fell actually says some really important stuff about Tom and Gade, and we brought it up earlier though, so I don't think we really need to talk about it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So Egwene, uh, we cut to Egwene, and. Egwene is uh, running around. You know what could penetrate through plate armor, though? This dick? Noah. Sorry, Narayan, I'm stealing your joke. Uh, fireworks. Could make, like, a, a man-sized hole right through you. I don't know that it could. All right, okay. No, 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 We're but... Mo- so, so, so... How, but, like, how would a firework pierce plate armor? You... Because here, here's the problem with it, right? You would have to... The, the problem with it is that there would be so many easier ways for that energy to escape out. So you, you would have to build the plate armor around it, and then maybe it could? I have regrets. But, like, if you put a firework next to plate armor, I think that the plate armor would be mostly unhurt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've seen people, I've seen people, like, have a firework blow up in their hand, and they only lost a finger. So, Egwene goes to Rand... And asks for his help. Philip, no, no, we're not done with this. Philip Greisel says a shaped charge. Why would a firework be a shaped charge? I don't know what that means. Why would why would you why would you? Oh my God! No, we're moving on. So um, Egwene is like Avienda, what's up? And she's like, I gotta go to a wise one meeting. And Egwene's like, Oh, I'll come. And Avienda's like, No, you won't. You're not invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Egwene's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was kind of hoping I would be invited, but okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they have not spent a lot of time together. Um, um, but apparently, uh, Egwene, um, Egwene runs into Soralia, and uh, oh. Soralia describes a bunch of naked men to Egwene. Yeah, she's like, I know you have a crush on somebody. Is it that guy? His dick is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it that guy? He's a shower. <laughs> that guy's a grower, but when it grows, I'm l- let me tell you. You have to scrape a lot of sweat off the sides of it in the sweat tent, oh, if you know what I mean. Oh my god. Your arm is going to get sore scraping all the sweat off that. Anyways, Sir, erection. S- 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 um, Cerulea is like a, is basically a matchmaker. Um, I, um, and she says that Egwene's hips are meant for babies. Yeah, that was weird. And, and what's, what's Egwene's response to that? Gawain's babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, she's like, oh my, my oh my. Oh, my and word. then, and then we, guys, it's been two hours. Uh-huh. Oh my god, we're so fucked. It's yes. gonna be a three-hour show. I'm so sorry. Perry Wolf, thank you for the Perry Wolf. I, we saw also what you did there, Clarice, right over his head. Thank you. It's that's I'm the way idiot. he likes it. Um. <laughs> anyways, Egwene goes about asking for help the wrong way. Um, and Rand is like, well, I want to know where Elaine is. And she's like, I can't tell you. And they're like, all right, I guess we're at an impasse. So what's over my head? I'm 6'4". You can't reach over my head. I was, uh, um, lifting. Anyways. Yeah, if I put you over my head. Anyway. So, um, uh, in Rand's apartment, she runs into someone. Uh Uh-huh. A new character. Well, kind of new. We've, Surprise, motherfuckers. We, she's been mentioned, but Avienda's Has sister. She? Yes, Avienda's sister was mentioned. I have this. I, I read this and I was like, wait, Avienda has, Avienda has a sister who's Guy Shan? 
Yeah. I, I did not know that. We knew that, right, Chet? I'm not I making did this not. Up. I'm I'm almost positive that it was mentioned. Maybe it was. I did not know. But yeah. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. I, I, now I feel weird. Did we not? Yes, we did. Okay, thank you. She was uh, one that told the maidens Avienda was getting it on with Rand. Oh, okay. Rand, thank I'm, you. I must have missed that she was her sister. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely sisters. Um, and um, uh, yeah, she's a... Uh, you mentioned that Nadi had a similar Savienda? reaction. I think that I I think that I was confused about first sisters and like real sisters. I don't I like I thought she was a sister in that she was a maiden. I didn't think she was a sister as in she was like Avienda's like blood sister. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like it this is, this is she is her sister yes, sister. I feel very confusing. That that is There's so many fair. sisters. Um like aren't all the maidens of the spirit kind of sisters? Spear sisters, yes. It's weird. It's just a lot of sisters. And so this was the first time where I clued in that Nyella was like her actual her like actual sister Fair sister. Enough. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. uh and um Yeah. Yeah, so she's Gaishan. And And um, apparently Avienda's really mean to her, which I think is hilarious. Well, it's like when you grow up with sibling rivalry, it's literally an excuse to bully your sibling for mm -hmm. all the shit that they put you through before. So I get it. Um, um, she won't tell, so, so Rand comes back and, uh, Rand is like, hey, look, I need a lane to help stabilize Andor. And Egwene's like, can't help you. And he's like, why? Sorry about it. Fucking why? I don't know why either. I legitimately, like, don't understand. I don't because get it. Because I feel like Egwene is going to want Rand to work with the, the good tower, the good white tower. Mm -hmm. The little tower is what they- The would, little tower. That's what they- That's what I call yeah. my penis. No, she wants Iran to work with the little tower, and so keeping Elaine's like location from her from him is just seems like a bad idea. You know what I mean? I think that like if Rand like was able to actually like meet with those Aes Sedai and like talk to them and maybe form an alliance, and do you want to form an alliance? Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. Good, excellent. Um, it. I just slightly above average tower. Spooters, how do you how how do you know so much about my penis? Are you my ex? Nerdy's mastered the swarm tower of the morning. I have not mastered it. It is it is a new adventure every single day. Oh my god. Yeah, I just I don't know. It going pissed me off in the scene. I was like, girl, you could actually be helpful here, and you're not. So fuck you. Um. So yeah, so Rand gets pissed, and um, I do love, I wrote down that Rand, now that Moraine is gone, um, quotes her advice a lot. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. God, I hope she comes back, and she she, she sees this. <laughs> I really, really hope so, but I, I doubt it. I hope they hug. Yeah. I hope Rand and Moraine just share, like, a really platonic, but really sweet hug. A hug hugs are nice. Uh, so we cut to Rand's point of view, and he's like, yo, Gwen's changed. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, so I'm going to go to school. Um, Wait, to school? No, he just came back from school. Oh, no, no, he's going out again. But I don't... Yeah, he's going out. Uh, so then Sulin is... We cut to Sulin's point of view. Right. And um, we see that uh, <laughs> she gets a signal that Rand left. And so Rand has been like, you can only have two people follow me. And Sulin has been secretly having a lot more people follow him by like hiding under windows and shit. And I'm like... You're in the, you're in the, like, he's fine. He's in his bedroom. Yeah, 
But then he does get ambushed later, so it's like, eh. Well, yeah, but that's in a street with everyone with him. I guess. Yeah. Just interesting. Um, so then we go to chapter 19, Matters of Toe. Toe. Um, Rand do don't sleep too good. Um, Rand don't sleep too good. Yeah. And so uh, he, he's going out. He's got to go meet with people. He has to make sure that he meets with the Kyrians and the Terrans for the mm -hmm. same amount of time so they don't get all pissy with him. Uh, yeah. And it seems like most of Rand's time right now was spent just trying to have people not be too pissy with him. And yeah. I feel bad. That's not that's not a fun existence. Yeah. Uh, and so Rand is like, yo, I'm going back to Andor. And Berlaine's like, yo, we're going to kill Mangan. And he's like, I don't, I'm not coming to that. Just kill him. Like, I, I don't need to be here every time you hang somebody. Yeah, literally. Just like, do I'm it. I'm leaving. Um, he also just doesn't want to watch a friend. He likes Mangan. I get it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there either. Um, Melaine is like, yo, I'm coming with you. That feels important. I feel like Melaine coming back to Andor with him is important because she's like, I need to talk to my husband. Yeah. And I, by talk, I assume um, they're going to talk. And uh, talk. Making a lot of noise like this is like the one we heard earlier from next door. <laughs> um, and then Rand opens a doorway and just like goes through it. And the maidens are like, dude. Yeah, yeah. Him and Sulin have like a bit of a blow up. Um, yeah, and, and Sulin. Sulin's guy Shan now. What? By the end of this, we're going to talk about it. But I think that we're going to, next time we see Sulin, she's going to be guy Shan. We'll get to there. We're not there yet, but we'll get to it. Um. And uh, that's kind of it. Well, yeah, we get um, the Avienda. She has some oh. wise one dreams. Uh, yeah. So there's one with a man holding a dagger at Rand's throat, but Rand doesn't see him. Rand thinks it's a gray man, but I don't think it's a gray man. I don't think it's a gray man either. I, I, it's so funny. Before we got to this section, I was literally like reading like a few days ago, and I was like, wow, you know who disappeared? The gray man. There's no... There's no. probably not a lot of them, right? Yeah, so they're I probably guess. for very specific... Yeah, but I was like, wow, we haven't seen those guys in a while. But it's interesting they that they're not the ones sent after Matt to cut open his tent, that they sent Trollocs for that. You'd think that that would no, have been... No, they sent Aiel. Oh, yeah, they, 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 right, right, it's the Shido. Yeah. But I the know. Shido working with... Um, yeah, it's We'll get to that. We're not yeah. there yet. Um, and then uh, what were the other ones? Uh, one of him on a boat and scales tipping one way and then the other, which is a reflection of the boat from the other one with the world on a knife's edge. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one Avianna shares is uh, Rand um, s cutting through the world like a scythe and cutting the world in twain. Um, and Rand's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that yeah. right now. I'm Thank literally you. like Thank you for that prediction things. of the thing that I'm currently doing. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, Avianna pieces out, but she's like, yo, um, before you go to bed, uh, tell me when you're going to go to bed so that I, I can be here before you're, I don't want to like wake you up. And he's like, okay, girl. All right. Okay. Also, I'm in love with you. <laughs> okay, love <laughs> what? What was that? The wind? Weird. Yeah. Uh, uh and then uh, we cut to Avienda's point of view, and Avienda is like, "Oh my god, it's so hard to be near Rand. I am so wet." End of chapter. Uh, I mean, kind of. That's it. She's just really horny every time she's near him. Well, the, don't we get a, a her and um, the other maiden? They do some hand talk. Yeah. Where Avienda's like, yes, I know that you can smell my secretions. I'm so horny. Rand gets me hot. Yeah, Good I night. guess that is that is literally what happens. Chapter 20. Mm -hmm. From the Shtedding. That's right. I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like Elder Harmon talks like this. I'm into it. Um, Rand is, uh, is, Rand's about to get high. He's like, you know what? It's a good time to get high. Truly. Uh, when... Some pops up and is like, yo, the old gear are here. And I was like, oh my God. Loyal. Yeah. 
Heron and Loyal have arrived. No. No, no I should have read the chapter title. Because it's Loyal's mom. It is. It is. Loyal's mom. Hell yeah. And his future wife. Which which is exactly what Loyal said. He's like, my mom's going to come by with a wife in tow. And that mm-hmm. is literally exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, I found that very funny. Oh my God. I love this so much. This yes. This gave me Entmoot vibes like too hardcore they're like going off to behind the fountain to be like um we have maps we, get me maps oh my god and they're like what's a map my favorite what's like, a map with you we have just agreed yeah yes like <laughs> um mike klosky says who would you cast as loyal's mom uh mrs weasley the actress who played mrs weasley in the uh, in the makeup I think she'd crush it. Absolutely. I can't remember her name, but... Uh, She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah let's and then go. I would cast Ginny Weasley in the makeup to be uh, the the wife, and I would just do like a little Harry Potter, like G- Weasley reunion. I love And that. get Arthur Weasley to play Elder Haman. Just get all three of them in the makeup. It would be super fun. Oh my God. Because why not? Um, Stephen Fry. Ooh, Stephen Fry is a good call. That is a good one. I feel like Dame Judi Dench is too small, naturally. You'd want someone a little bit larger to build the makeup on. My, and she's also a little old. I, I feel like that that all of that, uh, like that might be, be hard lot. on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Like Rand is like, get me maps, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh my god, okay, fine. Yvette Nicole Brown, would that would be so funny. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown is uh, she's she's an actress. She's in a lot. She's of in a, I'm sure she's, she's in a lot, funny. and I would know her face if I saw it. Judy know? Dench for Sora Leah. Yes. She's translucent though. The amount of makeup to make her look like an eel. No, 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 no. Soralia is um no, Soralia because she's so like rail thin skin and mm-hmm. bones, Aunt Petunia. Oh, yeah. Aunt um, Petunia. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what's her name? I just was looking up. We just saw her in a trailer. Yeah. Um, Lizzo. Uh Event Nicole Brown is surely in community. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know who would be good? Um, is um, the as as the wife for Loyal is uh oh my god from Nailed It. What is her name? Um, the 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 the, the host. The Nicole host of, Byer. Yeah, Nicole Byer as the like sassy Ogier uh, who's like I just want to marry him. I think it would be so funny. She'd be great with like big eyebrows. She, oh, if you want her to be oh, really funny, I think she'd crush it. Gwendolyn Christie as Loyal's mom. She's got the height for it. Oh, I do that like that. That would be fun. I do like that. She's going to be busy with Sandman for a few years, but um, yeah, we, we need to move on. We can't. Yes. We can't. We guys, we'll do a it's separate... been two hours and 10 minutes, and we still have six chapters to talk about. Yes, we do. And lots of important things. So um, they're going to Shadar Lagoff. End of the chapter. Basically, yeah. The, he's like, Elder Haman, I need you to tell me where all the way gates are and the steadings. And so Rand is like, I'm worried. Uh, Rand uh, realizes that he's worried about Loyal going crazy from not being in the steading for so long. Yeah. And so he decides that he's like, if you take me to, sh- if you do this for me, I will take you to, um, Loyal, I'll take you closer to Emmonsfield. Yes. So yes. Shadar Lagoth, they pop up in Shadar Lagoth. Rand is like, don't fucking touch anything. And then Leah dies because Leah's dumb. Okay, no, wait. My favorite moment though is when Rand is like, we're going, get me, get me a 50 people. Mm-hmm. And she tells them that the dragon's in trouble and they literally swing from like, yeah, yeah. like tape tapestries and like bust through windows, like veiled and being like, What's going on? What? My oh, favorite moment. But importantly, she hand talks yeah. to the guy Shan. 
Yeah. She breaks Jiatou. Wait, oh, and that's why you think that and she is I think is that Gai she is Shen. now Gaishan. I think next like time a... we see Sulin, because they say we will deal with this when we get back. Yes. And I think that she's now Gaishan. I think that she broke Jiatou. Interesting. She broke the rules of the Gaishan, and now she's... Yeah. yeah. I think Sulin, I think Sulin has lost her place. She's no longer leading the maidens and i think that like next rand is gonna like rand is gonna be see a guy shan and see her eyes and be like so what the fuck are you doing and yeah she's like i fucked up yeah and I, I think rand's gonna be upset about it because he did she did exactly what he wanted to. i the, the only thing i want from this scene for the show is i want them to film it like um and edit it like old karate movies where it's like bah 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 no 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 they're like no, no, no. tumbling in the style the of batman 66 the tv show no. And it's like a comical, it's just like, like, let it be funny. Let it be a hilarious moment of all these ideas popping up out of all these places. It is funny, yeah. And like someone like riding down a flagpole and like, just like make it a good comedy Someone scene. like stepping out from behind a chair. Like, <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I loved this moment. This was one of my favorite scenes. So they go to Shadar Lagoth and Rand's like, don't touch it. And then Leah, I don't, what, Leah, what did you do? Do you think that Leah wandered off? Yeah, or? you have to, you, she has to make the choice to touch something. Or do you think she's a dark friend? Oh. Do you think... Look, no, because then, cause then what is the value of her not being there? Well, she now like, knows where the way gate is. Yeah, but they still can't get anything through it. Sure, I don't know. They Maybe could get she's... the Shido through it, but do you really want to run the Shido through Shadar Lagoth? Well, no, I don't know. I don't know about the Shido, but I think she might be a dark friend. And, like, I know Shadar Lagoth, but evil, have... and the dark friend evil is, like, different kinds of evil. But, like, I, like she might... I don't know. You have a you have this Aiel that's close to the Dragon Reborn. Why would you give up on that? Like, why would you I'm lose sure that many. tactical advantage? I right? don't know. I'm sure that there's several of them. I don't know. I don't think there can be that many dark friends among the maidens. Because we already have Melhindra. If Leah's one, like, it gets to the point where it's like, how many of these girls are freaking... Well, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, I don't know. It would make sense if there was a dozen. It wasn't me. Sorry, Leah B. We didn't mean to imply Sorry, anything. Leah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it seemed sus. I don't think... That, I, I, I don't know if she's dead. I think she'll be back. Yeah. Um, she makes Rand's list. That's true. Yeah. Very sad. Um, so, yeah, Leah disappears, and Rand sets up a ward, a, a mean-ass ward, on Shadar Lagoth, uh, just, like, warding it so that the uh, uh, Shadow Spawn can't come through anymore. Yeah. They will die a horrible death. A horrible but death. I love not that. an immediate death. I loved it. They will lead, They will come through and be like, ha we did it. And then like a day later, they'll all just be dead. Yeah. And like that, Rand? Rand? That's some big brain. That's some evil shit. That, that's some big brain <laughs> that's stuff. That's dark. You love to I see approve. it. Um, yeah, so uh, Rand drops off the Ogiers in the two rivers. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So please. close to his old farm. And he's like, should I go see my dad? And he's like, I can't. I know. I can't. Which, it sucks, because, like, in the first book, he promised he would come back. He will. I think he will, yeah, but, yeah. I don't think he will for a few more books, though. I don't think he's going to see two rivers for a while. I don't think, I think when him Maybe and his dad finally reunion, when he has his reunion with his dad, it's going to be when his dad dies. Don't They're gonna like that. meet on the battlefield, and his no. dad—he'll like hold his dad as he dies, Tam, and it'll be the last time they see each other. No, Tam is not allowed to die. Ooh, Tam's dead. <laughs> Tam is going to die. Um, oh, and man. that's that chapter. Leah is uh, Leah dies. The they make Demon's Field, and Rand goes back to Camelin. Yeah, it's very sad. They spend a lot of time looking for. They try. They do. They make their best effort. Yep. But they don't. They, they don't accomplish it. 
Yep, they um, gotta get out of there. Um, so chapter twenty-two is Matt. Oh my god, this chapter, y'all. Matt is um hanging out with his buds. His boys. His boys. When uh he he's hired a bunch of thieves yeah, to be to his be spies, spies, which brilliant, absolutely. His voice is in his head, doing good work. Brilliant. Um, so one of them comes up and is like, "Hey, you should probably come see this." And it is a bunch of slaughtered tinkers and uh, tell the dragon reborn. Um, tell him what? We don't know. <laughs> tell him. God damn it, dude. Tell him what? Well, and here's the thing. It was written by like a tinker in its blood. Yeah. Do you think it's a warning? Like they saw something that he needs to know and just wouldn't, couldn't write it down in time. Uh, Dead Iron, Dead thank you so much for the you. for joining the Narics for two months. Hey guys, not here in chat for long, but love you guys. Hope you're enjoying Lord of Chaos. We oh, are. Oh yes, absolutely. And guys, like that smash button. Like that smash button. Like that smash button. Let's go. I, I, I yeah, no, I, I, we'll, we will find out. It will be important. I think it will have to do with a Tinker Prophecy because there are so many Tinker Prophecies. I think that that'll come up. Um, we just don't know yet. I wonder if it's like a new kind of enemy. Like maybe it's those like twins we met at the beginning. Oh, Erengar and Orengar? Osengar? Osengar, I think, yeah. Or um, Agnor and Belthamel? <laughs> yes. I think it's them. I do think it's Agnor and Belthamel. I think it might be, yeah. I think because of where they died in proximity to the boar and whatnot, I think I think it makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just feel like it would be weird for them to resurrect characters we never met the first time around. Like, yes. I feel like it has to be people we knew or else. Why make it a resurrection story? Well, what does and, that mean? And Agenor gets brought up in this book by um, Graindall. Or is it Graindall? Yeah. And, like, his creations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, like, made some weird stuff. And maybe he is back. And maybe they were attacked maybe by a bunch of crazy animals. But maybe he's the one in the female body. And he, that's why he's like, is this a joke? You put me in one of my own creations? Why would... He create females no 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 no. i'm saying that he because you, you know how we were talking about how the female of the two of them was like what is this joke this body you've put yeah, me in yeah, yeah. what if it is agonor being like it, he's not upset that he's in a female body like we speculated last week he is upset because he has been put into one of his own creations and he thinks that like that is like debasing of him so he created like clones or something he might be the one who came up with the like idea of how to create that yeah because that's what he did right that's what he's known for and so he created these things, and then he wakes up and he finds himself in one of these things that he created. And he's like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, he just feels debased by that. Hmm. As opposed to the idea that, because we last week were like, oh yeah, he's a guy who wakes up in a female body and is upset about it. I think that this would be a more sensical, like, why doesn't he? Well, yeah, because like if you woke up in a female body, you'd be like, boobs, as any reasonable person would be. God, so I love boobs. Boobs are great. Have you guys seen 2001's Scooby-Doo? What? There's a scene in that where oh, Shaggy yes, where gets put she... in Bubba's body and he's, he's like, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this is a Wait, kid's was it, movie. Was it Shaggy or was it Fred? Or was it Fred? I can't remember. It was one of Anyways, the boys. Anyways, yeah. I haven't Boobs. seen it in a long time. It's Boobs. probably terrible. Um, but it was written by James Gunn. Yeah. Wow. I did not... Know yeah. that. Yes, 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 yes. Nerdy thinks women are shadow spawn. No, there was the female and the male bodies. Guys, come on. <laughs> no, no, it's just funny. It's just funny. Unless you are a super misogynist. For what? I missed the first half of that comment. Yeah, I don't know what that's in reference to. I don't know. Boobs? <laughs> Boobs! Anyway. Um, Matt, uh... Matt is, uh, Matt's chillin'. 
Uh, and uh, he does spend a little bit of time thinking about Tom Marilyn, which I thought was sweet. No females till Ag Agonor took loose rib. <laughs> okay, okay. Guys, you know what I fucking meant. Why am I being bullied? No, no, no. It's fun. Um, Why am I being bullied? So, yes. Bullied? Sorry. Um, I, yeah, I think that they were attacked by some, like, horrible monstrosity, and they wanted to let the dragon know, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. Uh, they did not. They were not able to. So, Rand, uh, or, so Matt goes back to his camp, and he's like, guys, we're gonna, we're gonna stop for today. We're gonna just... You gonna chill? Uh, and everyone's upset. Uh, he sends people to go bury the, um, the, uh... Yeah. Tinkers? Yeah. Um, which, uh, is just hard. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, and, yeah. uh, he's like, you know what? I can't go to bed. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go do, he, he pulled a me. This yeah. is what I did last night. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep last night. And so at about 2.45 in the morning, I went for a walk, uh, around the neighborhood and I looked at the stars. Yep. Um, and then you didn't get ambushed by yeah, the Aiel. Yeah, I didn't get ambushed by the Aiel. Um, and so, yeah, so he's like literally lying down on the ground and he looks over and there's just a bunch of Aiel breaking into his tent and he's just kind of laying there like, huh. Interesting. Cool. Should I let people know? Yeah, it's like, how do I want to go about this? I just love him being like, so if I yell now, mm -hmm. can they, well, they'll get to me before my team gets to me. Nah, I'm going to go for it. So he picks up his spear, starts yeah. yelling. The Aiel come and attack him, kills a couple. His people show up and he's like, I'm not, I, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go walk over here. can deal with the rest of them. I don't need he to. He just leaves the fight. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't give a shit. It's the most Matt thing ever. Yes. Um, and uh, oh so God. he gets through the fight and he he's looking around his tent. He sees some strings were cut, uh -huh. but it looks like they were severed too cleanly. Yeah. He's like, oh, it must be a portal. Someone portaled in the Shido. The, I don't, that was that leap. That was a bit of a leap for me. It was a bit of a leap for me as well. Bit of a leap. But you know what? Tavirin. I, I wish that they said like, oh, there was like a residue or just something more than just like, oh, that, that was too clean a cut for it to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, all right, sure. And so he's chilling. He's, he is chilling. When he is stumbled upon by a little boy. Um. A little boy you had a prediction about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, he's super ugly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's Gaidal, I think is his name? Brigitte's boy. Brigitte's little, Brigitte's boy. Um, you might a, be right. He's an ugly-ass child. Um, I, the only question I have about, you said that, and I was like, I don't know. The, the reason I don't know is because I know the dream world time works differently, but I don't think the dream world, like, is, like, can, like, happen retroactively. Yeah, you were like, well, the timeline is weird because he was just born kind of recently, but he's nine years old, or so he claims to be, but... Uh, yeah, did Robert Jordan mention that Oliver is ugly? At least seven times. I, that's, that's the only reason. It, it feels very, like... Because there can only be one ugly man. Yes. Yeah, there's yeah. only one ugly man. There's Especially a in a Netflix TV show. Jesus. There's only ever one ugly man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I think he was born in the timelines in Teleron Riyadh and in the real world don't line up exactly. But we met him in Teleron Riyadh. So he would yes. have to have been, like, it, it, he would have had to be born back in time from when we met him. It would be weird. That's what I mean. Like, it's wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey. It's not linear. So, okay. um, Yeah. So I I don't know that's that's kind of what I what I thought because you might be right I, they, I'm sure we'll find out they make a point of him being real ugly so yeah so I when, just want so, Brigitte to see him go like oh that's a the cute child that's a boy that's my guy I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait till he turns eighteen yeah let's not pull a Game of Thrones we don't need we don't need any of that shit in this series yeah, Robert thank Jordan you. 
So yeah, so he uh, Matt hires Oliver to you know carry his messages for him and stuff, which is and Oliver's so happy he's gonna get a horse. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. He's gonna get his own horse. Do you think it's gonna be Bella? No, uh, it's not Bella. He needs a little horse, and Bella's a little horse. Bella's not a little horse. Bella's just a sturdy horse. No, but Bella's smaller than like the other horses in the series. Smaller than like a stallion, maybe. Well, it's why they give her to um Egwene, right? It's because she's small. She's a smaller horse. Well, not necessarily. You need a child-sized horse. Not necessarily smaller. It's that Bella is more sturdy and less um fris- frisky, and not in the not in the sexual sense. In the like when mm-hmm. horses frisk, you know. When horses frisk. Yeah. My new memoir. <laughs> when horses frisk. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> you, you know, when horses frisk. Yeah, like Bella. What does frisk mean? It's when they like prance around. They get like all frisky. I don't know. I don't know what you guys. Chat knows what I'm talking about. They, they get like, um, they, they, not anxious, but like isn't excited. Frisking, isn't frisking when you like pat someone down to see if they have stuff on them? You're frisking them. I have never heard that. I have never heard that. Yeah, Bella is docile. When a horse checks you for guns. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Kioski gets it. Oh my god! No, because like Rand talks about um, Cloud frisking in the in in book one. I think frisk. I think frisk and frisky is one of those words that people just use to mean a bunch of different things. <laughs> oh, shut up, sex monkey! No, you guys know what I mean. Yeah, horses, yeah. Fidgeting, I would say, yeah. Horses don't fidget, though. They, they but frisk. But isn't, doesn't, isn't frisky, doesn't frisky mean that you're, like, horny? If you're, you're a human. Frisky? Yes, if you're a human, getting frisky, risky, frisky business. So frisky means horny, frisking means searching. Frisky and so And when horses frisk is something else? Yes, yes. <laughs> horses Wait. are employed by the TSA in Randland. <laughs> no, you. This, you just said you know when horses frisk, yeah. as if that was a normal thing to say. And I'm normal. a little bit lost. No, it is an absolutely normal thing to say. When when horses are like not docile, they're 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 frisky. I don't... <laughs> I'm trying to think of another word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're like horses are either super chill or they are erect. No, they are horny no. motherfuckers. Glenn, thank you for that super chat. Glenn, thank you for the super chat. He says we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a thing. You know when horses they, you know, when, when they, they frisk like, when they prance around. What does this have to do with Oliver? Because they because you said Bella and be, that that's why Bella was given to Egwene because she's small and I'm like no Bella's not small she's like a plow horse she's just not no, like Bella a is canonically stallion. small no she's not yes she is no, she is she canonically is a... smaller than the other horses they leave Emmons Field with no she they is a say plow that she's a smaller horse, horse. In, in when when they're leaving with Bella in the first book they're like a, a, a Bella is like a slightly smaller horse than because you've got these big stallions. Right, and then uh-huh. Bella's like a more like normal sized horse. She's not like a like plow stallion, right? Yes, she is. She is literally a no, plow, she's like, a she's farm like a horse. farm pull horse. It's yeah. very different. No, those things are muscly. I worked on farms. I know what they are. I've ridden the horses. Thank you, Joshua. Horses frisk. Thank you. No, like she... I've never. I've worked on farms. I literally grew up in Cowtown, Alberta. But like, she's not a. I've pony. never once heard someone say that a horse was frisking. 
You've never heard that before? No. no okay, I'm not so saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that this conversation Bella, cracked me up. Bella's not like a war horse, right? She's not the size of a stallion, but she's not a small horse because a small horse is just a pony. Desi says $5 to move on to cow talk. Thank that you that is chat. the side of TikTok I've never been So Grandel uh, and Samael hang out for a bit. Um, and uh, Samael found a stasis box. <laughs> Which had technology from the past in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, c- cool, that's a thing now. How many more stasis boxes do you think we're going to find in this series? I don't know. I can't believe that that was where the conversation... Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, Yes, a stasis box. Uh, is that like... I guess it's like a time capsule that like we humans fill with things and put in the ground and dig up 20 years later? Yes. Cool. This sure. this This chapter got a little bit... Um, Sci-fi? Sci-fi. Yeah. In a way that I was like, uh-huh. I don't understand what's uh-huh. going on. Because then they, they throw on the word straith a lot. S-T-R-E-I-T-H. And I was like, oh, oh, Samael's like, oh, you found something with some straith in it. And I was like, yeah, she did. Sure. Yeah. Cool. I hope this comes back later because I'm confused. <laughs> wheel, um, up, wheel up time. How Get out of here. How dare you? But Samael makes the reveal to Grendel that he has found a cachet yeah. of... Angriels, yes, which is dangerous. Well, he says he has. You know, he's like, I'm gonna take my pick, and then you can have the leftovers. I don't I, know. I believe him. I think he found something. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, he's playing it up. I wonder if it's the bowl in Abu Dhar, and he doesn't know what it does. He found the bowl. Like, I wonder if there's gonna be a race to the bowl. Oh. Like, I wonder if he knows where it is, but he hasn't been to it yet. Well, and but, so I wonder if him, Nynaeve, and Elaine are gonna like race to the bowl. He found a treasure map. Oh, With the bowl, yeah. X marks the spot. Yes, yes. The straith dress was introduced in the last section. Sure. Oh no, no. I I get that the I get that like straith is like. Ring dress? Yeah, I just. Oh, yes. is straith what the warders' cloaks are made out of? Probably a variation of that. Oh, okay. Actually, that makes sense. It changes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, cool. Um. Uh. So. Uh. And he also says that he's made a truce with Rand, and so Grandel's like. Mm, yes he says he has so she fears that the dark one promised to make him the nipples and so uh we finally get to find out some more information Uh um Mm -hmm. grandel actually does think that asmodian and lanfear are dead yes Uh, and she reveals that masana is in the the white tower do you think it's alvier in the white i was thinking that i don't think it can be right because she hasn't been there long enough what do you mean we don't know how long she's been there she could have been a white for 300 years, and we wouldn't know. How? She was in the ground. She was in the boar. She was sealed up, sleeping. Oh, you mean Masana. Well, I don't know. We don't know when in the timeline the uh, the Forsaken started coming out. Yeah, we do. When? Recently. What year? <laughs> like, recently. Recently enough that they wouldn't have time to have found Alviarin as a child and raise her... Like, because everyone in the tower knows her, right? Like, it would be weird for her to just show up. So, maybe Masana, then, is one of the Wilders. Maybe a Masana... Who was was the Wilder? Tarna? Yeah, isn't Tarna a Wilder? No, because she's not in the tower. She's been, like, traveling for months. Oh. Right? It would be too hard to hide, because she's traveling with warders on, like, official duty. I, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think that's possible. So, do you think Masana... Is Elsa Grindwell? No. No, she's not nice today. Yeah. Darn it. Um. So we think she's in the big tower or the little tower. She's in the big tower. We know that cool. because where she tortured the Aes Sedai last week. That's Simraj. 
Samirage, Torch of the Aes Sedai. Masana, I also think, is in the big tower because she would have recognized, recognized Mogadim. You're right. No, 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 you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, there can't be any Forsaken in Salad Bar. Uh, yeah, I don't think any of the Forsaken are so in the middle two, tower. I think it's there the are tower. two of them in the big tower? Masana and Samirage? No, Samirage tortured them in Shia, or not Shia Ghul. Shia, um, Shia Ghul, yeah, yeah. She was in Shia Ghul when she tortured okay. them. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 Yes. Interesting. I'm excited to find out where Demandred is. I don't, he's the one I'm like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Samael, uh, she pieces out, and then we get a very quick little point of view of Samael being like, did it, manipulated her, I'm gonna be the nipples. Maybe Masana is the... I'm gonna be the nipples. I'm gonna be the nipples. Uh, it's the, the, the speaker for the Reds. Yeah, uh, no, no, she's, she, I think she's Galena? in the tower. I don't think she would go out. You don't think Galena? I think it's you like don't a... think Galena would go scope out Rand under the guise of the White Tower? Oh no, I think she would. I I don't think that Masana is Galena. I guess if she's only been free for like five years. Because she would have had to have lived her whole life in the tower. Everybody knows her. She's been in the tower for like ninety years. Yeah, unless right? she's unless she's not actually just in the tower, unless she's like hiding in I the tower. I think Masana is like a maid. Like uh Mogadian right. was uh in Tanchiko. Maybe <laughs> I was gonna say maybe she's the cook. Um Wait! No! She's the L not Linny. Um oh my god, what if she's the chef? The um Masana the chef. The what was her name? Who took an interest in Min? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like train like well, cause she kept in like dropping hints for all these stories. Uh -huh. That like she got into shit when she was a kid. La Laris, is Laris a fucking forsaken? That's the funniest shit ever. If that is true, that is the funniest. That is the best that. possible use of that character. I would love that so much. Oh my god! Please make it be true. Please. Oh my god. That's so funny. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so funny. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if it's Laris? I will lose my shit. That would be very funny, yeah. Chapter 24. Anyways, moving on. Um, Egwene. Mostly because we have to move on. We're at two and a half hours already. I know, I'm and so And we sorry. have not even gotten to the attack. I Yeah, I'm so uh, sorry. And we haven't even gotten to this chapter where Egwene, um, uh, Egwene is like in town. Yeah. Uh, she's like trying to um, spy. She's trying to listen to rumors and shit. Yeah. There's a lot of power being used where mm -hmm. the Aes Sedai are staying. Because the, the embassy of the Aes Sedai arrives for Rand, and there's two reds, which we know for a fact are Black Asha. Mm -hmm. uh, shocking, I know. And they are staying with a noble in the city as opposed to in the palace itself. Yeah. And Egwene can sense a lot of power being channeled in there, and she's not sure why. So she tries to like spy. And can't really, unfortunately. Well, first she tells the uh, wise ones that they've arrived, and she she, does, she, she yes. gives some advice to the wise ones on how to deal with them and yes. what she knows of them. She's like, "This is what I know about these people. I know it's not much, but it's something, right?" Uh, yeah. And so uh, she joins them in the sweat tent, uh, but then some boys show up, and she's like, "No, no, 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 my titties, oh my titties, not my titties." And then she goes and she dreams about having sex with Gawain. Uh Lord yeah. of Chaos, chapter twenty-five, like lightning and rain. Uh, oh, is, wait, is this when she, you, wait, this is when she tries to spy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I... First she has to be walked in on in the sweat tent. Then right. she can spy. I thought this was, like, all one chapter, because it's all very, like, similar stuff. But yeah, she spies on them, and then one of them uh, comes... She, she, like, runs away because she thinks she might have been, like, spotted. And she literally runs into Gowan. Like, not, like, like sees him. Like, well, first she, full first she runs into channels. Him. No, we can't skip over the channeling. She tries to eavesdrop on yeah. them. and uh, With Maureen's trick. Yeah. And She's not very good at they it. They do catch her. They, they like, notice the channeling. They notice we find the out channeling, later. yes. It's important. Yes. They think that, and so they think Maureen's still alive, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Catherine Sedai tells Lady Colavere that they intend to take Rand to Tar Tarvalin. Sorry, Tarvalin. To go by Michael Re Redding or uh, Michael Kramer's uh, reading of it. I hate that. Um, and we get we get this kind of like series of characters we don't know. Uh huh. Uh, where the like Catherine is talking to Lady Colavere about how there's going to be um a vacuum of power in Kyrian, and then Nasun Sedai is talking to High Lord Malin. About, that there's going to be a balance of power. Yeah, they are literally trying to kick the hornet's nest right now. Mm -hmm. That is, they are they are sowing the seeds of chaos. And am I surprised? No, they're Black Aja. Like, and so um the the I said I hear about the rumors of a green who's working with uh the wise ones with the wise ones, and they don't think Moraine is dead. No, they think that Moraine is pretending to be a to, green. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, how dare she fake Blasphemy. her eyes? for me. Oh, well, I find it super interesting that the one white perspective, the the one of the whites perspective we get was a friend of Maureen who knew her who like who actually liked her and she stayed with the tower despite everything that happened well no she but they they knew each other when they were accepted but then once sure, they became I said I Maureen but the, but this is the story of Maureen yes she had friends and then she became and then a she fly said I and she fucked off yeah yeah, yeah. um it was but, just an interesting perspective mm -hmm. as opposed to just being like they all are like towards her you know yeah uh so uh so then on yeah. the street Egwene Runs into Gawain. Literally runs into it. I yeah, thought. She's just there. I thought when I read this, she had run into a wall by accident and hit her head and was dreaming, and that Gawain had showed up. Well, or that she was in Teleron Riyadh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I legit was like, there's no way she literally like barreled head first into this guy, but that's exactly what happened. So they run into an inn and they get a private room. And then Gawain is like, I fucking hate Rand. I'm gonna, he killed my mom. And uh, like, uh, Egwene's like, no, like no, 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 he, no, he did, did not. not. No. I'm gonna prove it to you. He's like, well, he killed my sister. No, she's nope, fine. She's, she's actually, she's she's more than good. She's doing great. Elaine is like surviving and thriving. Yeah. She's the most she's powerful Terangrel creator on earth. Uh, Egwene is Gucci, my yeah. dude. Or Elaine. Elaine is Gucci. Elaine is Gucci. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, fine, well, but what, what do you need from me? And she's like, he's like I love you. <laughs> She's like, I need that dick, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Drop trow. Um, she, like, opens her mouth to say something else. She's like, I love you. The pen is blue is literally a grain in this moment. She's I know, like, yeah. I love you. I, I love you. I love you. So they make out a little bit. It's cute. They have a little moment. Um, uh -huh. And then she's like, hey, uh, I need you to do a couple things for me. Uh, don't tell me when I'm here. He's I have like, a list. I won't. I yeah. Won't. I love you, list. too. Uh, you don't love glad? Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Poor Sucks to be him. Uh, um, and then uh, also, um, I need you to um, like maybe come hang out. I'll, I'll, I'll walk into the city. We'll, yeah. we'll have a little. We'll have a little morning date. She's like, "This is when I'll be around." And he's like, "I probably can't make it immediately and every time, but I will maybe join you as often as I can." And I was like, oh, "My heart." Um, and so uh, Gawain. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Gawain and Egwene are not going to end up together. 
Don't say that. I think this might be the last happy moment they have together. Stop it. I like them, okay? I know, I know, but the speed at which their relationship moved forward. Look, Robert Jordan, I, I feel like I'm starting to get the feeling that Robert Jordan likes to write dramatic things. He likes to lean into the drama. And so yeah. I feel like he wouldn't have let them come together this quickly if it wasn't about to immediately fall apart. And so I, I think that this book, at some point in this book, and I think it will be soon when the I said I hatched their plan to kidnap Rand, I think that Gawain and Rand are going to come to blows in this book. No. But here's the thing. If he loves Egwene and Egwene is like, look, I promise Rand did not kill them. Let me prove it to you. I don't think, I, I think that Gawain trusts her enough to, to let her, like, convince him. I hear you, but duty's heavier than a mountain. Wow. I, that's 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 the thing right i think that duty is heavier than a mountain and anyways uh the i said i are definitely setting a trap for rand oh yeah they're channeling constantly in there i don't know what they're building but yeah. the, the, they're building in Fortnite, and do, it's gonna be huge do you know what this made me think of actually what okay so during the frieza arc of dragon ball z I've there is a multiple episode plot where goku is building a spirit bomb in the sky and so other things are happening, but every time they go to Goku, he's just in the sky going, ah, ah, and he builds the spirit bomb for multiple episodes because anime has this thing called filler where there's a lot of episodes where nothing happens. Uh, Goku building the spirit bomb is like the meme of all memes. He built, I think it takes him like four hours of television to build the spirit bomb in the sky. It's a giant ball. And then, oh my God. yeah, Malefix is like, it's literally like 10 episodes of him yelling. I'm not joking. I'm not mm. making this up. And he's just like, uh, and then right. uh, he finally unleashes it. Um, that's, I think that that's what they're doing. I think that the Aes Sedai are building the spirit bomb in Kyrian to launch it Rand. All right. Not realizing that Frieza has another form that she can turn into and the fight will continue until Goku can go to the next level of Super Saiyan where his hair gets longer and has a different color. Oh my God. I, I definitely think, yeah, they're they're co they're con concocting something because they're also waiting for more I said I sisters to show up. Yeah, right? 13. They didn't want yeah, they didn't want to show up with 13, but they're going to have 13. They're sneaking them in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that Rand is going to get kidnapped. Yeah. Here, here, can I predict what's going to happen? Yes. Rand is going to get kidnapped because the Aiel hesitate. Because they, they don't want to fight the Aes Sedai. Don't want to fight the Aes Sedai because they're bad. Yes. The Aiel are going to hesitate. Rand's going to get kidnapped because of it, and it is going to destroy the Aiel. This is going to be the breaking of them because they're going to have to they're going to have to actually change them their concept of Giotto. To yes. allow them to fight back against the uh, Aes Sedai, to because, fight them to get Rand back. Because they even, like, even in the moments we, we've read earlier in the book, the, some of the Aiel were like, even if you were to fight me and kill me right now, like, I wouldn't do anything to stop you, right? Mm -hmm. And so some of them, yeah, they're going to have to be, <laughs> they're, they're going to have to revisit that idea. I think that they're going to fail Rand the way they failed the Aes Sedai, and that is going to be how he gets kidnapped. Yeah. 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 No, I, 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 I can see that happening for sure. There, there's definitely going to be something, and I, I hope, I hope that it is not Kyrian just blowing up, but mm -hmm. you know he is breaking the world again. So it. Mm. So um, here's here's where things get a little weird. Uh huh. Rand uh goes and he has to go watch this drill. He's been putting off watching this drill. He's been saying like I'll do it tomorrow for like days. Yeah. He goes to watch the drill. And um, 
apparently the Saldan army are acrobats. They're like not doing military drills. They're like doing Cirque du Soleil for him. Which is great. Love it. We all need entertainment. Honestly, I can't wait for the scene on the show. Like this will be really cool. The tricks on the horses. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Just film it at the Calgary Stampede. Yeah. Wait, and this is when we meet... Dira. Yeah. Dira, Davram Bashir's wife, yeah. who is... I... She doesn't really do anything, but I'm here for it. You you meet Davram Bashir, and you're like, that man's never been pegged. And then you meet his wife, and you're like, that man's that been pegged. That man has been pegged, yeah. And you know what? She she crushed it. Like, <laughs> she did a great job. Mal yes, the horses were frisking. That's why they made it that oh, much God. more <laughs> uh, entertaining. Anyway. Um... Uh, Rand, uh, runs back to Camelin. Yep, and, uh, he's ambushed by White Cloaks. Yeah, and he's almost killed. He, like, catches a glint of the sniper rifle, and he stops the bullet in the air. Sniper and he rifle. flicks it off into the distance. Oh. Uh, and then a second bolt comes at him, and an Aiel woman tackles him off of his horse, saves his gosh darn life, unfortunately. Uh, Desora, another, uh, Aiel maiden, dies, uh, for Rand. Another woman on the list. Uh, and there's a big fight. And, uh, they, uh... The I.O. win, because they're the gosh darn I.O. They're the I.O., and it's in the middle of the street, yeah. Um, and, and they capture some of the the Watchers. Yeah, and not only do they capture someone, uh, they give him a name, because Robert Jordan can't introduce a character. They can't just be like, oh, the white cloak that we caught. No, it's Demir Faral. So my question, mm -hmm. do you think that the white cloaks were sent by Pedro Nile, or do you think they were sent by Pad and Fane? Pedro Nile. I don't. Why? Because Nile wants the like, it, it, it is it is plotting with Morgase, right? Like he doesn't mm -hmm. want Rand dead. He's literally said like, put the lion in the streets and people will come running to us, to to save them. Yeah, but I still think he is like I don't know. I that he, that was something he might have said recently. He might have sent them two months ago, right? They would have had to have traveled like. Maybe I, I don't know. I get the I get the vibe that they that they actually come from they that maybe they come from Pat and Fane but they definitely they definitely come from the White Cloaks it may not be straight from Pat and Fane mm -hmm. or from uh, Pedro Nile but they come from someone within the White Cloaks you know what I mean I don't think it's a ruse I, I, if if it's Pat and Fane's White Cloaks then it's still but it still comes from like the higher ups of the White Cloaks sure 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 yeah yeah um but yeah I just I found it very interesting because I don't I feel like Pedro Nile is like way more clever than just like some crossbows you, on rooftops it might also not be. It might also not be like the White Cloaks had direct orders to do this. They might have just seen the Dragon Reborn. And just tried to kill him. No. And been like, he no. doesn't, because he's not in public very often, no. right? No, the White Cloak hierarchy, they would absolutely not do that unless they had orders to. No, I just, I don't, I don't know. There's a piece of me that feels like Padden Fane wants to kill Rand himself. Like, I feel like Padden Fane's the kind of character who would be disappointed if it wasn't his sword that kills Rand. Okay. So you know then, I mean? do you think that it was the, the Dark Friend White Cloak, maybe? I don't know. They were in grimy clothes, right? They yeah, were in, like, they were dirty... in clothes, but they weren't like clean. Like and these things, like white clothes and grimy clothes, they probably are Patton Fane's white clothes. Then I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Rand gets back to the castle. He's fine. He's upset about Desora, but like you know, he's fine. And um, yeah, he's upset about it a little bit. Yeah, he, uh, he's the 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 ship the 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 wave mistress wants to see him. But I'm, we didn't get that this week. I know. Oh, my God. I was literally like, I cannot wait. I wanted it. We didn't get it this week. I know. Do you think it's the one that we met before? That I Lane? hope so. Yeah, I hope, I so, hope too. so, too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we I also... Think I want them to both be like, Elaine's hot, isn't she? <laughs> like. Yeah. 
you think she's wearing a shirt or do you think he walks in and she's nipples out and he's like no, oh my no. god they 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 make a point of wearing shirts when they're near uh, um i don't know she might do it to throw them off maybe use it to her advantage Hmm. Uh, and then uh, Rand is like, I'll see her tomorrow. Or no, I'll see her in the afternoon. For now, send in Lady Elania. I want to learn about Andor. Uh, and the only reason this scene exists is so that Rand can have a brief moment where he's like, oh my god, have I been getting horny for my stepsister? Nope, you're nope, fine. You're fine. You're, you're Gucci, good. dude. I, thank you for including that, Robert Jordan. It put me at ease. But they are cousins <laughs> in that all Andorians are cousins. Titties out for the wave, mistress. I love that she's like, so my claim to the throne, because I have this many threads, and I was yeah, like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> like, I was Rand in that moment. Hey, <laughs> we did it in under three hours. I didn't Rushed. think we were going to pull that one out, but that's it. This chapter was kind of fine. The, the attack, like, we're, we're getting to the point where, like, these attacks, until he fights Samael or the Aes Sedai... I'm always just kind of like, yeah, of course he wins. He has magic, and the Aeol are these, like, god warriors. Well, and that's why I don't think we spend, like, so much oh, time. Oh, no, Robert Jordan breezes through them, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, well done. It, it it does a good job of establishing stuff without without dwelling on it, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's very clever. I didn't think you were going to pull out either, Nerdy. I don't pull out very often, but... Right. Um, It's because I'm very comfortable wearing a condom. That's right. Today's episode is brought to you by Prophylactics. If you're going to have sex... <laughs> Do it safely. Oh my god. We should see if we can get sponsored by like Trojan or something. Safely and with consent. The nerdy nightly story. Um <laughs> The Nerdy Nightly story. Oh my god. Is that gonna be our like the nerdy nightly like autobiography? Safely and with consent, yes, the nerdy nightly the story. The story of nerdy nightly. Oh man. Oh man. You know what? Our podcast is pretty dirty, so make sure that you clean Wash. and wrap your headphones uh, before you put them in your ears uh, when listening to this show. If you haven't cleaned your headphones in a while, this is your sign to clean your headphones. You know what's another good reason to clean your headphones? Audible. Audible. Audible is a service where you can listen to things that are almost as naughty as our podcast. Almost. Audible is a service where people will read things and you will hear them if you pay for them. Mm-hmm. Audible. Where you can browse through lists and lists of things and um, have crippling uh, anxiety about making decisions because you only have so many Audible credits. Audible, where you will look at how long a book is in order to determine if that's what you want your monthly credit to go to. Uh -huh. Because you're not wasting that credit on a six-hour book. Hell no! <laughs> you want a long-ass book to use an Audible credit on? It, by Stephen King. Do children have an orgy in it? Yes. Is it a good book other than that? Like Mostly. I've never read a Stephen King novel, and I don't want to now. There's some really good ones. Okay. It's not my favorite. The, the child orgy does make it weird. <laughs> Audible, not made for Libras. AudibleTrial.com slash NerdyNightly is the link to go to. Thank you to everyone who has been going to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been reading your comments, and I, I do genuinely really appreciate it because um, I like paying my bills on time. <laughs> Yay. Although, can I be honest? We have not received a cent from Audible yet. Well, no, it's sitting in a, like, wallet that we have to, like, pay out. No, no, it's not even in that. Oh. It's the, the process of how we get paid is very long. It, it's, it's very complicated. We will eventually get money from it. We just haven't gotten any yet because it's, like, there's, like, a multi-step process. I don't know, whatever. Mm. It does not matter. We have a section to do. We do. It's time for high-low. This is a imitation of my childhood dinner table where we would go around to say our highs and lows from the days to celebrate our highs and to commiserate over our lows brings us together as a family 
the family of the Wheel of Time fandom. Now does high-low, where Clarice goes first with her high, and then we do our lows, and then I do my high, so we can drop a compliment sandwich mm -hmm. in Robert Jordan's skeleton at this point, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he's been dead for, like, 20 years. What a That's waste not of being a sandwich. Mean. I'm not, like... I, I wish she was alive. Like, I'm not saying that. I just, you know. Uh, my high uh, for this section, I kind of already spoiled it for you guys, but was picturing the Aiel all swinging into the, the throne room. And, Let's get down to business. And, and literally, like, feet. picturing how it would happen in the show. And they're all just, like, faces where they're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. The like moments of confusion and Rand being like, This that was weird and uh Sulin was like, Yeah, I told them that the Karkarn was in danger mm -hmm. and uh we needed to leave right away, so I did it. Uh all right, that means it's time for my low. Mm -hmm. And unlike uh some past week some recent weeks, this was tough. I actually I don't really have like any like real lows this week. Yeah. It I don't have any like major highs either. Like it was kind of a more tame more section. Mid. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's nothing that I really disliked. Um I, I thought that this was a really fun week. Um if I had to pick something, um I I would uh I, some of this stuff in the school felt a little bit on the nose. Like, I feel like it, he could have, like, hinted at it without it being quite so, like, related to our history of technology. Like, Steam is going to be a big deal. Wink, wink, haha. Ha. Like, it just felt a little bit like See, that See, that was in competition for my high. Oh, really? The scene yeah. in the library is definitely in competition for my high, but not, not, not the, like, look at all these inventions that you know are all going to work out because they're all real things in our world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked a couple more in there that were, like, dumb and, like, were never going to be anything, but they all seemed, like, pretty... Yeah. They're like, we have all these inventions, and all of them are actually, like, really smart ideas. I would have liked a couple of, like... They found out that if they plug these two things into a potato, mm -hmm. fire, and you're like, oh, okay. Sure. Uh, my low uh, is uh, seeing that in the chat uh, kind of... Um, uh, on the same same brain cell was yeah the whole like not the linking itself i thought that part was beautifully written but the idea of the Aes Sedai being like it's samael and we have a plan and their plan is is dumb like because they they don't understand what they're up against yet they don't really know what's going on they refuse to listen to people who mm -hmm. actually know what they're talking about and it's well written obviously that's not the low of it the low of it is like goddamn the Aes Sedai are fucking stupid yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah uh, which leads to my high, mm -hmm. and my high is so easy. It's so obvious. It's one of my highs of the whole series so far, and it's Loyal's mom. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. fucking love her. Yeah. I love her browbeating Elder Haman, too. Yeah. Like, we didn't really get to into it too much, because, you know, we, there's not a lot to talk about there, but, like, just what a character. Yeah. Brought me joy. I, you, you heard me. I got so excited, and then I didn't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, this is kind of happening. Like, I'll be vague about it. I didn't even want to vague book that. No. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, no, no, you have to read it. I was so excited when she showed up. Mm -hmm. I loved her. I loved all the O'Gear stuff. Uh, that whole chapter was really good. Um, I can't wait to get... I'm hoping in the next section that we go back to the two rivers. I can't wait to see, to have uh, uh, Loyal's mom find out that he wields a weapon in battle. That he, like, is a fighter. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. Do you think we're going to see, um, uh, do you think Loyal's in the two rivers? Oh, I guess it depends if Perrin. Because Perrin, at, at the beginning of the book, Perrin was leaving. Do you think that, they, do they get there and they have to chase Perrin, or they have to chase Loyal back to Rand? Because that's where Perrin and Loyal are headed? I think we're going to get um, a map like we do in the Emperor's New Groove. 
where you see the two <laughs> like um, yes. tracks yes, yes, yes. <laughs> together. Or do you think that? Do you think that like start of the next reading, mm-hmm. Perrin and Loyal show up and Rand's like, oh fuck, I just dropped your no. mom off. Oh yeah, yeah, that would. Be oh very funny. dude, no, yeah. I just, I literally just dropped your mom off. Yeah, that would be very funny. That maybe, would be funny. Maybe he'll go get them because it doesn't take him that much time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And with that, y'all, it is time to get out of here. Uh, we will smut corner. But first, we have to tell you that you should like and subscribe to this channel. Hit that like button. Ring the notification bell so that when we go live, you're like, oh, my God, they're live. It notified me. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, if you are a fan of the Sandman, as I am, there's going to be a lot of Sandman reactions going up. We're going to do all 10 episodes, uh, starting with one in a few hours. Yeah. Once I can get that uh, edited and up. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to put up a Sandman reaction every day for the next 10 days yes. so we can get through the entire first season. I love that show and I love, or I don't know if I love the show yet. I love the comic. I really hope the show doesn't let me down. Uh, if you want to follow us around the internet, you can. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. And I'm at Claris Polaris. And as always, y'all, if you don't like Smut Corner, do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Katarina, thank you for that super thank chat. Thank you for that super chat. Just um, arrives. We'll start from the beginning. You'll get here eventually. It's a good place to start. We have a lot of theories this episode, so you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. I hope. Thank you for that. Uh, before we get out of here, Clarus. Yes. I, th- I feel like that wasn't a good enough thank you, Katarina. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Clarus. Uh huh. Where would you have added a sex scene into this sex-filled <sighs> section? I was gonna say it's so smutty, guys. So smutty already. Yeah. Um. I had one. Oh, I already added it in the middle of the show, though, so I have to come up with a new one. Um, new smut corner is. Do you have one? I said one in the middle of the show, and I should have saved it to the end. That was my bad. Um, I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think like Rand trying to like find time to 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 like masturbate a little bit. But, like, Avienda's always there. And so it's not, like, a two-person smut corner. It's just, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ra- Rand is, like, trying to find a good place to jack off. Oh, Because he's, he's he's a little blue ballsy. That's why he keeps portaling away. Yeah, he's a little blue ballsy. Mm-hmm. And I think that Rand is, like, constantly just trying to find a place to jack off. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair, fair enough, I guess. He's looking around at those inventions. like, did any of these help me get off? Uh, I don't know. Um, my smut corner is um, there's definitely a, an invention in the school of a vibrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, that you know Robert Jordan just uh, cleverly left out. Well, it's hard not to make the oath rod look like a cock. So exactly. Yeah. And so if the oath rods exist, you you know that somebody is working on dildos and vibrators. That 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 is that is has to. You know, be true. you know, you know somebody is. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Exactly. I also uh, would love to add a smut corner uh, for um, uh, Grindel and Semiel because mm-hmm. things got spicy. Yeah, I have a feeling they've boned down. Oh, they have boned down, and they may not bone down again before Semiel dies. Um, but uh, Sir Jervis, he portals away his cum so he doesn't get caught. I would love it. The Sanchen are just like walking in the woods one day and they just find this like place where like Rand dumps all of his semen. No. What the fuck happened here? No. 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 Whose horse is that? I think the horses are frisking each other. I think this week's Smut Corner is uh, brought to you by frisking. A little animal husbandry. Oh my god. Steam powered vibrator. Thanks, I hate that. Um, uh, some of the acrobats. Definitely when the Saldanes, when, when Davin Bashir shows up, he's like, here, this is, watch what my men can do on their horses. And you know there's a couple of men who are like doing like a standing 69 on the back on of one the of the horse. horse. Yeah, yeah, I was literally about to say standing 69. 
He portals it into the boar. <laughs> That's how he plugs the dark one's boar. Because the dark one's like, I can't, I will not wait. It's through so this. sticky. I I'm can't not, get out. I can't get out. The smell. Ew, that's disgusting. Uh, oh my god, that is so funny. One, yeah, I get that. Um, no, he just drops it in Ilian on Samael. Samael. Every morning, Samael wakes up and there's just like splooge around the castle. He's like, what is this? Is there a leak somewhere? <laughs> disgusting. All right, that's our show. Thank you all for watching the Nerdy Ready Book Club. Come back next week when we'll be discussing chapters 27 through 37. Uh, and uh, hopefully our neighbors will not be having major construction done during the show. Hopefully. Uh, we guarantee nothing. Do something nerdy tonight, y'all. Oh, join the Discord as well. That, sure. That's my last thing. Thank you, mods. You guys are the best. And yes, we'll the see. mods are tr truly the best. Fabu, enjoy your wrench. You f we f finally figured it out, and you got it. Yeah, let's go. Bye, Bye guys.